Now then, Lids, you're listening to the legendary Have A Word. If you enjoy this podcast, you will love being a patron. You get an extra 90-minute episode every single Wednesday. Pure, unadulterated, unfiltered Have A Word bullshit with me, Adam Carl, and to a lesser extent, the Fintern. It's behind a paywall. It gets a little bit loose. It gets a little bit squirrely. It's some of our favourite podcasting because Adam says all sorts of shit that can't go on the proper internet. Once you sign up, you get the full back catalogue of all the patron exclusive we've done every week since May. 2019. You also get to watch the now legendary Lockdown Lock-In where we got absolutely shit-faced and recorded it. Oh my god, it got messy. And any more Lockdown Lock-Ins will only be on Patreon. Once you subscribe you also get early access to the public episodes. The public get it on Monday, you'll get it on Saturday morning. And there's discounts on merch, discounts on live tickets. It's an amazing deal. We're dead proud of it. This Patreon has got us through one of the worst years of our career. But we also think it's a fucking dealio. Sign up at patreon.com slash have a word pod you will not regret it now let's crack on if you're good at something never do it for free now i'm getting the word nuts oh. hey i'm not doing it for dan i'm not doing it for carl i'm doing it for finn <laughs> every day who the fuck is that guy Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch. Oh, Jesus. Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pom pom look like petrol station. Shut up. Disgusting. Coming to you from the soon to be world famous Havaward Studios. Hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancorn, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl. With full HD video episodes on YouTube. It has to be. Have a word. Do you want to do the first? Order. 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 Now, is this? We've got a gavel. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Gavel. It's a gavel, yeah. A gavel. And <laughs> is that the gavel and that's the hammer, or is it that the gavel? That's I the th- gavel and that's the plate. I think together they're the gavel. I think separately, this is a hammer, and that's a little thing. Yeah. Together. Yeah. They become a gavel. You sound like one of those dodgy a... sellers on eBay. Do you want to hammer and the little thing? Do you know what I mean? Like on a on a motorbike from China. Like the handlebar is the handlebar. The wheels are the wheels. Put them together. Motorbike. It's really philosophical. Sent in by yeah, um, nice. sent like in it. by Antonia. Thank you, Antonio. Antonia. Sorry. Antonia. Antonia. Because Antonia and Antonio are one letter different, but the picture they put in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Antonia. Is oh, she's the girl that um, a single mum from the northwest of England. Oh. Antonio is father to the reason why she's children sing. in South America. Oh, he's the father, isn't he? So Antonio's kids are not there no more. <laughs> <laughs> he's the other half. Antonia is like I th- an Italian, beautiful Italian lady. No, no, not in Antonia. She's a lovely girl, by the way. I've been speaking to her on Instagram. She's really yeah. lovely. Like. Antonia is lovely. I've got a mate called Antonio. Yeah. yeah, and where's he from? Uh, he's very second generation Italian. <laughs> Antonio Malanga. Yeah, and Antonio. Shout out Tony. Everyone from Chester calls him Antonio Tony. Antonio in Liverpool is Tony with an I. Yeah. Right. Shout you know out what they Tony say about Malanga. girls with an I at the end of the name. What? No, I don't. Really? 
<laughs> that's that's the, that's the judgment. <laughs> I always think it's mad that people are that misbehaved in Parliament and stuff. That the big man has to have a big hammer that he bangs on the table so everyone to shut up. Yeah, is it just that's the that's the final? Is it just? Is it literally just order? No, but, order? no sometimes it's hey, over here, I've got a big hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not not an else is going on. You've just trying to ring attention. Hey, look! I don't know if Carl, you did it on purpose, but you've glued it to the table slightly too far away from Adam, which is really entertaining. Don't know why. Because you know he wants it, but he's gonna like order, order. (laughs) Have a little reach. We need a horsehair wig now. For you, Dan. Why is everyone sending in so much fucking stuff? What else do we get? Hey, have a word. I'm I'm, like, it's just a bit of a flurry, isn't it? The have a word party. That's political from, party. Uh, Indy Has clone. someone registered us as an official political party? Not sure. That's from Indy Clone, though. He's a modern-day goat now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And then this really... This is the one, isn't it? So yeah. someone has sent you some worn knickers. Yeah. Have a word. Dan Nickelover Nightingale. Thank you for leaning on the K there in Nicker. I don't get it. I don't get what joke you're trying to make. Could have sounded. Nicker lover. <laughs> let's warm up to the end of our careers, shall we? Three minutes in. Let's do you remember Nickerbocker have... glories. I do. I do. Word association boy. I do. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. are they're fucking of ice elite cream? ice cream man. Yeah. That was when that was a Spen- treat, that way, expensive then, mate. They were like one twenty nine back in the day. They were expensive screwballs. Yeah, they were expensive back then. Oh, yeah. the like ice cream all expensive. The screw, the little cone with the bubble Chewy gum at the, at the bottom. bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah. How Do you know what I got into as a teenage lad, which was so Tory? I got into the oysters. <laughs> you know the oh. oy- you know because the, they got marshmallow in. It's like a case of the ice cream. My mum was like, wait, I'm not buying an oyster just because you like oysters. It's just trying to be difficult, but I genuinely love ice cream and marshmallow. Fucking works. I'm not into marshmallow, me. No. But yeah, those oysters are such a nana ice cream. Nobbly bobblies up there. Power. What was the... Twister's uh, the goat, though. Twister is... You're you're talking about two different things. They're they're lollipops. No, when you go to the ice cream, man. Twist. If you're not getting a 99, a twist. What was like the the multicoloured ice creamy one on a stick? The zap. Was it a zap? Yeah. A zap. It was like, like yellow, green and yellow, yellow, green and yellow. No, yeah. that's not ice cream. Either, yellow, green. It? It yellow, was. green and yellow. Yeah, it's like, it? it was like a lollipop ice cream, not yeah. proper ice oh. cream. Yeah. I mean, fabs still go down well fabs in my household. Solero's heavy gear. Magnum. Heavy. A white Magnum is my favourite. Do you know what I realised about myself the other day? Right. <laughs> Do you know... Adam has been looking for a prop and I think we found it. Like, I've had this for what? When did the when did Timson that's in about six weeks ago and yeah. I've loved it. Adam, but it, it's so menacing that mine is like a pipe and his is a weapon. <laughs> Do you know what I realised? Listen! Anything's what? a weapon if you hit someone hard enough. Okay, why are you <laughs> working class philosophy? Anything's a weapon if you hit hard enough. Do you know what I mean? Here's what I realised about myself the other Broke day. Broke me Mrs. Right. Jaw with me dick. Um... Once I've got my favourite thing from somewhere, I never have anything else. I'm with you here, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. if I go to Chippy, I'm getting salt and pepper chicken with curry sauce, chips and fried rice. And even though I really like crispy chilli beef, unless I'm hungover or someone's died and I'm in a weird mood, like, I'm not changing from the, my main thing. That's my number two as well. 
Yeah. Crispy chili beef, that's my number two. I was yeah. hung over at Pizza Express five years ago. Remember where I was? Headingley, Leeds. Tried the Polo Forza Romana-based pizza at Pizza Express. For the first time ever, tried one of the different pizzas. It's basically the fiery chicken. I have never eaten another pizza at Pizza Express since. Done exactly the same thing. Found my choice, and you lose all the logic of like, well, you tried something new, and you loved it. Why don't you now try other things new? No! I want to eat this one every time for fucking six years. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's Lock like on. ice cream, man. I like all of the ice creams and lolly ices we've just mentioned. I'm getting a white magnum. And if he's got no white magnum, I'll just go dead basic and go for an ice cream on a cone. However. Depends where you are and what, what, what the heat's like. Yeah. However, do you not find, though, if you randomly eat at the same place two days in a row or like twice in three days, you think maybe that's the only time... I'll change it up. If I'm at Pizza Express or Nando's every two weeks or whatever, that's a bit lavish, but genuinely could be, I will always go for my favourite. Yeah. But if if randomly someone's like, oh, let's go there again, and it's 48 hours, I might change it up then. What do you feel about that? Or would you go, yeah, go face? What, what I would tend to do, so the, on, the only time that will ever happen with me is Chinese. That's the, on, that's the only time I'll ever have two within the space of... 48 to 72 hours is a Chinese chippy and what will happen is I'll spend about an hour and a half deliberating on what to get because I'm like I had Chinese two days ago and I had salt and pepper chicken then so I'll get something new and then I'll say I'm getting crispy chili beef and then when I'm on the phone I'll change my mind and go back to salt and pepper chicken right yeah right. I don't change and I want to what about Nando's you got a, you got a straight down the line at Nando's yeah hot yeah. chicken thighs extra crispy with uh, chips and garlic bread never fuck with that when I'm dieting I'll get the butterfly chicken with rice and peas because it's like half the calories yeah but that's that's almost like not through choice I know it is a choice yeah but it's not through choice is it new no. yeah I know what you mean once you've locked in on your favourite for me the choice is where you go not what you have when you're there mm. and it winds Laura up because she's a normal foodie she's like if you went to the same restaurant three times she would try three different things for me if I go to Nando's, <laughs> fucking, I get the wrap. Sometimes I get the butterfly chicken. You're exactly like me. But I I'm, ju I just, I get really in my lane. So if we go to Five Guys, I could tell you exactly what burger I've always had and which one I'll have. I won't necessarily have that same burger at another burger place. Five Guys I burger. Find I find my fucking, I find my one. Regular cheeseburger. I just want the cheese and bacon on it. I don't want any of your shite. I no. think people overcomplicate burgers. If I'm having a burger. Here's a thing, right? This is quite what, weird. No, no ketchup and mayo. No. Oh. But it is what I do I, with a burger. I either want it plain. I'm going to say plain cheese and bacon don't count. So just cheese and bacon. Or I want fucking. I want a big messy thing with like chili con carne and yeah. razzles and all sorts of. Did shit you ever go gourmet burger kitchen when they came out like ten years yeah. ago? Like they were the ones that made burgers. Like it was very rare to see someone go. I'll have a cheeseburger with ketchup. Yeah, it was more like, oh, this is the Mexican fajita burger, and it's yeah. like they really made it into a monstrosity. Almost had famous. to put like a bit of wood in it to fucking keep to it up. keep it as a burger. Yeah. Almost famous switched that up though, didn't he? Almost famous is my favorite messy burger gaff. Yeah, it's like, and I really like for just a for normal burger, just cheese and bacon on it. Maybe maybe I'll put a bit of barbecue sauce. Maybe if I'm feeling frisky, Byron, I like a Byron. Oh, oh a mate, Byron. They, they, you can't like at these burger places. They, they, because they specialize in one thing, 
like it's like the pizza places they've got to do something well haven't they you can't be one of them places where we only do this and then you're like ah they're not great like so Byron Gourmet Burger Five Guys but like the Five Guys I don't do loads I just get ketchup mayo a little bit of hot sauce on the cheeseburger with a bit of lettuce <sighs> which is the hot sauce randomly makes it so good Man, that has become our like lockdown treat because there's one in Ellesmere Port, there's one in Chester. We all drive and just get a little picnic in the fucking disabled parking spots. They're like, please don't park in the disabled parking spots. It's like, the 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 whole area is closed. There's only people coming to Five Guys and no one's getting out of the car. Did I tell you about the Cubanos me and me and Mrs. made last week? What's that? A Cuban sandwich. Have you seen the film Chef? Uh, with is it John Favreau? Yeah. Have you seen it? It's fucking brilliant. You know the sandwiches he makes when he goes in the... About spoilers. Is it about four... <laughs> when he... Adam again not... dropping spoilers. No, spoiler! <laughs> Have you seen the film Chef? Spoiler alert. It's about food preparation. <laughs> Just saying I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Jaws. Spoiler alert. It's got shark in it. Wow. So... Oh, I know. Could have been about the dolphin. Jaws. Yeah. They haven't got very big jaws, have they? How yeah. do you know? You do not know for sure whether a shark or a dolphin's got a bigger jaw. I, I refuse to accept that you know that. Uh, Back to the point. <laughs> so many things have got jaws, it's absolutely mental. Um, Come on, put it down. <laughs> Never. Um, <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a real hammer next to you anyway. Oh, yeah. Right, put weaponry <laughs> down. Just put weapon... Just pick one. I've, it's almost like looking into your own death. <laughs> This is how it ends when we disagree. How he's gonna die. When we disagree yeah. out of a would you rather, and the last thing I see is a B and Q fucking barcode off the handle of that fucking hammer. And just as I like cough out the last bit of like blood, I'll be like, it's gonna do well for numbers. <laughs> Clip this for Instagram. Get it on TikTok, man. Um, yeah, me and so a while back, me and Sam watched Chef. It's one of my favourite films. I love it. It's dead feel good. It always makes me hungry. Because he makes boss butties in it, right? He makes <laughs> he makes Cuban sandwiches. It's like the Liverpool Echo film film review. That's the yeah. Netflix thing at the top. Chef, <laughs> loads of stars. He makes boss butties in it. <laughs> Watch it. We'll take a sani. <laughs> People sneaking into the Odeon in Liverpool <laughs> with bread and ham and sliced cheese. Lad, have you got any fucking sandwich stuff on you? No. So, uh yeah, me and me and Sam decided we were going to make our own because there's a place in Liverpool called Kokomo. I got Carla Cuban sandwich from there a couple of weeks, so it was lovely. Heavy. I was like, I want to make my own. So what do the Cubans do differently? So a Cuban sandwich, a traditional Cuban sandwich, <laughs> is like ciabatta-style bread. Nice. With mustard on each slice, oh. right, on the inside. Yeah. Then a slice of, like, ham, like honey roast ham, mm. on, on the bottom bit. Yeah. Mm. Then a pickle... Like a gherkin. Right? <laughs> right? Then... He's, he's really taking it seriously, but... A pickle? <laughs> a gherkin? Then another type of sliced or pulled pork. Oh, not yeah. ham. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we, yeah. we got a pork shoulder and, and slow cooked it overnight in oh. orange juice. Right? Who orange juice. The fuck are you? Lime juice, cumin, paprika, bit of salt and pepper, slow cooked it for 12 hours, Pulled it apart. That went on top of the pickle, right? Then, oh, hang on. 
Is anyone else getting really like food horny? I'm like, yeah. oh god. Oh, so sorry. Before, How long's this section? Can we order something from before someone? before the ham? Sorry, is a slice of Swiss cheese, and on the top there's a slice of Swiss cheese as well. So it goes bread, mustard, Swiss cheese, ham, pickle, pulled pork, <laughs> more Swiss cheese, Hot potato. more bread, Hot potato. <laughs> right? right? And then is the is the kicker bit, right? It's already been kicked. Right, go. You 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 melt butter and put it on the outside of the bread. Shut up, you dirty bitch! And then you grill the bread so oh. the, out, the outside goes like crusty. Oh wait 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 wait! Mama like that. Mama like that. Oh man! Me and Sam made uh, like a lot of them last week. Cuban life expectancy: forty-seven <laughs> years. Oh, it's good though, wasn't it? Did you use any nutmeg? <laughs> we didn't use nutmeg because I'd run out mm. yesterday. Did you use cumin? Did you use cumin? Oh, I'd be fuming if you didn't Paprika, use cumin. Paprika, salt and pepper, lime, garlic. I've got some nutmeg. You've got some nutmeg, haven't you? Mm. Where, when, where did you get that from? Adam borrowed my keys last night to come to the studio because he can't find his pass. So I just gave, I just gave him my keys because I couldn't be asleep. Like, right. Threw his man out the door. And then I texted him saying, Are you home yet? About what? Four hours later? Yeah. I was in the Tesco. Near where we live. So I said, get me a surprise. I got him. Tesco. And he got me a... I got him some nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yeah. Bottom. I think he wanted a chocolate bar. I think he did. Mm. Yeah, it's very rare when someone goes, surprise me. You know, like, I got you a set of hand towels. It's not what people want, is it? They want a kinder I nearly egg. got you some uh, chicken casserole mix. Yeah. Really but I didn't annoying. Think like that. Really annoying surprise. I got him a can of tuna once. Couldn't open it. It was in the car. You're such a pair of dicks to each other. It's, um, can it's I ask you a favour? Could we open the pants? I'm really, really like. I'll open it if you want. Trepidatious. Trepidatious. Is it? It's the, funny is it because I at what? <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna have a odour. Is it gonna have? Well, a- why do you? Why is it when you say pussy? That it gets me. I don't know why. It's. I swear, like a fucking trooper. Like I know you're not being like it's not. I know you're not being hateful or anything. It's just the way you say "pussy" is so <laughs> weird. Because you, it, <laughs> pussy, is it going to be pussy on it? <laughs> I'm so nervous. Is it got skiddies on? Uh-huh. Sorry to disappoint you. No use panties in here. But whoever delivered this to you now thinks you're weird. Ha 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 ha. Hope you see the funny side from a non. Oh, it's a little joke card. Oh, look, and they do, and they do a little bit of. Someone's done that to a person I know, and I didn't put two and two together. I thought it was genuinely just some panties. Adam is gutted that we're not sniffing crotch right now. Like I can actually feel it, and him he's like, "Oh, I wanted to smell some pussy juice." Is it definitely not like him? <laughs> Go on, have a sniff, lad. Is there any pump pump? <laughs> Um, royal fail <laughs> Banter Oh yes I mean mate got sent a swingers one Like a swingers invitation But that's Part his I mean I'm A Disappointed And B Inspired Because I will be using this website Um, Go for it You know what <laughs> I can see That that Is a panty, Sniffpanties.co.uk Now I'm seeing the outside there's literally a sticker that says warm for at least 48 hours. Like, if you do like sniffing women's panties, you don't want a sticker of, like, 
you don't want the sticker going, don't worry, <laughs> warm for 48 hours on the front. Like, like, <laughs> like who, who are you getting a birthday card off? You fucking drag queen auntie. Like, it's obviously, now I'm seeing it's a bit of banter, but I love it how someone wrote, I hope you see the funny side. You're like, have you watched the podcast? <laughs> the people who accept our post at this business park think we're fucking morons. Like, we have... <laughs> Ignored all the official admin they've tried to send us. We've, 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 we've constantly shouted fucking Jew at the top of our voice near scientists who are working, sometimes with the door open. Last week, we broke into the five-a-side pitch and nearly got thrown off our own business park. We did. Like, the fire safety marshal treated us like we were fucking morons because we were stood in slightly the wrong bit of the car park. And then when we moved to the right bit of the car park, we started throwing sweets into each other's mouths. Lad, go full. Go long. Fucking candy shrimp, lad. So I don't think I'm worried about someone being like, oh my God, I've done this to Dan and just I don't want him to be annoyed. I don't care. The security guards here will be like, yeah, it's those fucking idiots again. Do you know what I like and P.S., idea? all the security guards watch the podcast, so we know that they think we're idiots. They're, they're into it. Good I like the idea, though, that there's a couple of guys working in the security office who haven't got a fucking clue what we do in this room, and they're the ones who have to keep signing for this stuff. So they're like, what have they got today? A Bernard Man and CD? <laughs> what have they got now? Is that a coffee table? Oh, God. And now it's Smith and he's not going to UK. Christmas presents. Are these definitely meant to be in the science book? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a table. Oh. Um, it's been... Uh, I, I know it's a bit of banter, but I, have I ever talked about liking knickers and stuff? Like, have I, have I set out a... Have I ever... Has that been a thing? In my head, I'm like, I've never talked about sniffing pants. Have I? No. Oh, into it. Are you? Oh, honestly, not really. Oh, I thought you were saying you are. How disappointing is that? Oh, no, no. You said you're into blue blue veiny tits. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. But so you're you... not into sniffing knickers? No. No. How about used toilet paper? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now I think about it. It's obvious, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Used toilet paper that's not in the toilet that's just been left. At the... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grim. I like knickers, though. I do like big knickers. Big fucking medical knickers. What? I don't like small panties. I like like a you know, like a hammock of a fucking <gasps> pair of like a with a proper like seat. Oh, like a big sort so not like, like lingerie. Big... You're talking like No, I like big knickers. <laughs> knickers. <laughs> What's your favourite knicker? What's my favourite? I'm into all sorts of knickers, but just not the little ones. I like big knickers. Mm. And I cannot lie. Do you like smelling? Uh, it's knickers? a really good job I mispronounced lie then. Did you hear me? <laughs> I cannot. You all right, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about knickers? So does, uh, have you ever... So in porn, if there's a bit where a woman takes off like a big pair of knickers, I'm like, weirdly, I like, I'm into that bit. Yeah, I don't know. Could get into it. You know, like you're into like uniforms and stuff. Yeah, what it is? It is specific uniforms, sexy ones. I don't just want her to be dressed like she works in fucking KFC. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not all uniforms. What's, what's the least sexy uniform 
you can think like if you were like with your missus like i want to do a bit of role play mm. she was like great i'll get a uniform what's the least sexy like right what what adam what do you want me to do role play wise i want you to work as a part-time member of staff of the pound bakery not oh, even that's not, that not even not even Greg's <laughs> the fucking discount pound bakery where they're like no well it is a thing go for a pound first of all it's always sexy when a woman's got access to pasties it's just that's just sexy mm -hmm. and it's just it's sex what I want uh, <laughs> you know what I mean where what is it is that is that <laughs> is that pastry on the top. Yeah. Or is it psoriasis? You'll never know. <laughs> That's the role play at the Pound Bakery. Well, Pound Bakery is a thing. I burn myself you. on the oven. I wank you off with my bandage. Go on. I know you don't like conspiracies, but on <laughs> on the, on the subject of Pound Bakery. Oh no, this is real. This is <laughs> we were doing a fun role play. Oh, this we is a real do, one. We were going to do Halfords. <laughs> I was thinking IKEA. We the could HL do is the worst. And, and conspiracy. How? Can you possibly That's get so from wrong. Pound Bakery what? to conspiracies? Right, I'll tell you why. Because the Pound Bakery pasties are exactly the same as the Sayers ones. It's just Sayers charge like £1.85 and Pound Bakery charge two for a quid. Right. They're exactly the same. They get delivered in the same van. And I know this. I've watched the documentaries. Because at five o'clock in the morning, my auntie, who I used to live with, lives opposite a Sayers. There's you. Five in the morning. I was getting young up. Adam trying to crack the case. That's I was it. getting up to go to go away for the gig. Right. So it's like they're doing it when people are in bed. There was a pound bakery van. Was it? Um, was it a steak bakeout? No. Come on, fuck off! Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> that that was good. I was calling bullshit on. I was getting up to go to a gig at five a.m. No, I was. I was going down to like <laughs> what fucking gig? I was going to London to do like a, a a thing in the afternoon, like a filming thing. Right. This is real. Is it real? And there was a pound bakery van outside the Sayers. I thought you'd had an aneurysm, and you were like, "Yeah, I had a really important <laughs> gig in Huddersfield, and I didn't want to be late, so I set off at five a.m. I got there at six forty-five. No, if nice and early. If you've got to be in London for like lunchtime, you have to be on like the eight a.m. train Good or something. Shout. I've never been needed in London for lunchtime. Um. Yeah, there was a pound bakery van taking stuff into the Sayers. Right. So they're the same. But uh, to go back to the original point. No one is as amazed or gives a shit as much as you. You're like, lad, I'm taking down the whole fucking system. Yeah. Hey, are you watching Sayers? We're on to you. Right, so what's the problem? I'm not saying anything. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I don't even know what a Sayers is. What's a Sayers? Sayers is like a Scouse Greg's. It's a very, it's a very well-known thing, right? We, um, yeah, but you did you say Carl DHL? Yeah, like a, a delivery driver. You're telling me that's not sexy. I've got a package for you. I don't <laughs> want to take package. <laughs> you, what? Yeah. You what? My large vagina. What a package? <laughs> <laughs> I think you've mixed up the. Uh, no, I've got a package for says. you. My massive biff. You've got a sign for it. <laughs> She says, I've got a package for you. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, I've got a bigger one for you. Suck my dick. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. sexy. You really do. That that delicate meandering around the sort of that role play like, I've got a package for you. I'll tell what about you. Suck my dick. End of role play. Adam's just got his knob out in front of a DHL worker. <laughs> they take pictures now as well, don't they? Also <laughs> 
showing this to my manager. No, the, yeah, there's, there's one sexy. DHL is a new. I mean, you. If you're going to do sexy shorts. role play, you want a sexy Royal Mail, don't you? UPS. UPS? Any delivery, I'm I'm good with. FedEx is the no, sexiest. Not Hermes. No one wants to role play with well, a Lithuanian man who is like a fucking veteran of the Kosovo War or something. I don't know why you'd be a Lithuanian and a veteran of the Kosovo War. But every time I get something delivered from the Hermes guy, I sort of want to take him in and feed him. He looks fucked. His van looks fucked. He's stolen from my package and he looks so fucked. I don't even care. Hermes is the weirdest. Like, I've got a package. No one's doing a fucking role play with Hermes. It's got to be FedEx because they've got no door. You can just look at the tits. FedEx. They've got no door, have they? Right. Is that a thing? Am I making that up? Yeah, you I know, think you've just seen one with the door that fell off. Yeah. No, I thought he had no door. Yeah. You're in Ameri in American in films and stuff. Yeah. But you know in the role play, they're allowed out of the van. You don't have to just wank next no, to No, but house. they like pull up like, hey. Oh, right. That's it. A little bit of side boob. Yeah. All, all delivery people, they've got something for you and you need to sign for it. That's sexy as fuck. It's really not. It's just the way you said it. <laughs> you, got, like, you could say that in a different way. Uh, delivery people have got something for you and you've just got to sign for it. If you go, delivery people... They've got something for you. You know what I mean? And you've got to sign for it with your jizz. Yeah? Hope you've brought a baby wipe for that fucking smart screen, love. <laughs> That's going to need a wipe. <laughs> the least sexiest dinner lady in it. It's got to be. The, no. thing, the thing is... There is a limit of how attractive you could be and it be a dinner lady role play. You can't be like absolutely stunning be like, it's time for dinner. You'd be like, this doesn't seem real to me. You need to be 55 and called Barbara. No, but like, still, I think I could get there, you know. Really? <laughs> do you want an extra scoop of chips? Like, do you remember challenge. the hunchback? Yeah. Not here, though. No, do you remember that? That wasn't sexual fantasy. That was you just getting extra <laughs> chips. <laughs> Adam, Adam's dinner lady fantasy. Hi, Adam. Hiya, Barbara. Oh, you've been a good boy. I have, Barbara. If you're a bad boy, I wouldn't give you extra chips. I've been a good boy, Barbara. Here's some extra chips. Thanks, Barbara. Adam eats chips. <laughs> Fucking. It started off as roleplay and just became you with a bigger lunch. Absolutely phenomenal roleplay. Barbara, can I have some more? You can, you fat little bastard. <laughs> Barbara, I've got gravy on my pants. Is it gravy? It is. Tell them about the hunchback. Did you have a dinner lady called the hunchback? Yeah. Hunchback of so there's an area near our school called Naughty Ash. <laughs> the hunchback of Naughty Ash. <laughs> oh, the hunchback of Naughty Ash. She used to um, she was uh, she was called the penny picker. We used to put money on the table like two peas. Yeah. And she'd come and pick them all up. Yeah. And eat them. But, come on. She didn't eat them. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> was it the hunchback of Naughty Ash or the hunchback of Notre Ash? Naughty Ash. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So she always, that was her thing, was it? If yeah. she saw a change, she'd pick she'd, it up. No matter where it was, no matter how much it was, she'd pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like that in my house. One of our mate's mums was My money, well. but yeah, I don't do it to other people's cash. Bunhead. Yeah, that got, was fun. That got one. called Bunhead because his mum served hot dogs. So he was Bunhead. That's not fair. Do you know in your school? Yeah. Do you know if someone, if if you knew the name of another child's mum, oh. did that become an insult? Because like, can I say your mum's name? Uh, no, he can't. Okay, so let's just call her something different. Linda. 
Yeah. Linda. Linda. So like if his mum was called Linda and I found out about it, I would shout Linda at him a thousand times a day <laughs> yeah. and it would do his head in. Right, Linda! Linda! Shut up, lad! Or he'd shout my mum's name back. My mum's name is Anne. You can't do anything with that because she gone. I saw Finn's mum on Facebook yesterday for the first time. Yeah. I think she added me. No. She slid she into my DMs. She liked one of my posts. Yeah, she did. And I saw it was like... Mm. And then sent on, me a nude. Click on it. She sent me a package. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, mum's names are two. No, I don't think that was ever used as weaponry. Yeah, and there was nothing like it wasn't like Linda's a slag. It was just Linda. Jumba, um it's really not that bad, and also massively annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah, remember one of our mates' mums was relatively older than the others, maybe five years, and she was just called dead because <laughs> she was old. Like she yeah. was, because she was dead old. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Nan. Imagine nearly dead. Nan, mum. But wasn't there enough kids that didn't that that were with the nans? No, not that many. All right. Obviously, my mum's name was Anne Rowe, and I've just got an image burned in my head Josh. of you go, no, you going Anne Rowe, Anne Rowe, Anne Rowe. So we used to do it. Okay, now easy. Absolute thunderbolts from these guys. Yeah, that was meant to be in fucking. That was nowhere near as good as the hunchback of Nazi Ash. That was no, the had, high point. We had toe finger. Yeah. Why was that? One of his fingers was a toe. That was that wasn't. Um, I think t- I think knowing teachers' first names was always oh, dangerous yeah. weaponry. Yeah, I remember one of my mates getting lifted out of the playground by his collar for calling Mister Kennedy Bob Kennedy, which was really bold because he was a grumpy fucking. I think he was one of the deputies or he's ahead of year for some reason, and like it was well known that he was called Bob Kennedy. And one of the lads in our year, or the year above, called him Bob Kennedy to his face. You're like, why do you want to die today? <laughs> this is like the mid-90s, an old Church of England grammar school. They were fucking old school. Our school was in that era of like, it was well after uh, corporal punishment. But you could tell... <laughs> what? It's just that you say that is mad. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you have to tell us you oh, weren't allowed cor- to hit you. When did corporal punishment end? Late 60s or so early 70s? 70s probably, yeah. But my school didn't look any different and it had some teachers that had been teaching since the 50s. Oh, our, our and you could school? tell, there was, exactly you could tell there was moments yeah. where they were like... Like yeah. Bernard <laughs> Malley, Bernard Malley was our history teacher and he had... Like even in the nineties, I knew you have knocked the fuck out of some kids mm. in your career. And when we pissed him off, he was like, "Oh, you could tell he was just like, I can't even hit the little bastards." Because you could only like t- 10, 15, 20 years before he'd been like, "Right, Nightingale, whapapa." Like I, I just I didn't fuck with teachers at our school. So <laughs> you just reminded me of something I watched last night. But first of all, I want to tell you. So we were in sixth form uh, in our school. Right, and in sixth form, he's now a teacher there, and he's dead sound. He wasn't, but he is now. Well, he was sound. He was always sound to me, but so he wasn't a teacher. He was like the sixth form student liaison. He was like a liaison. Like he was meant to be sort of like a bridge between the teachers. And how old was he? He was like 30, 40. 30s, forty. So he's he's basically like head of sixth form, but he's not like a teacher. A, he's like a I'll shout at you, but it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. Sixth, sixth form when it's attached to a school is a tricky thing for the school to get right 
because you go from being a pupil and do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you can go, I don't need to be here. And they treat you differently. Oh, they totally treat you differently. Yeah. And that, but you still, but <laughs> it's still, only a few months ago that you were like, yeah, I was in the school. And the same but teachers. But there's still a lot of discipline. We had the exact same teachers in sixth form as we did in, in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. But this guy, I can say his name, can't I? Say his first name. Why? So his name was Paul, and let's just give him the surname Smith, right? Yeah. But like, really well imagined there. <laughs> no, let's, let's call him Danny McLaughlin. <laughs> cool. Let's not make it confusing. Let's call him Paul Smith, our friend from comedy. Right. Let's call her Sarah Milliken. Go. <laughs> not confusing. And he was always like, what? He was trying to sort of be one of the boys and be one of the teachers at the same time. And we just treated them as sort of like below the teachers, didn't we? Because he was. He was. And we, so we did the Duke of Edinburgh Award in sixth form. I, I've told you a couple of stories of this. And we used to go to a, we used to go kayaking every week. And he was like the chaperone. He he was the one who'd come with us. He'd drive the fucking bus and he'd, he was in charge. Of was he sound? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he I was a knobhead in sixth form. Not a knobhead as in like audible, just like, I was just. Stupid and badly, not badly behaved. Like, what's the how do, you, how do I put it? I didn't want to be there, and like, I wasn't asked. Yeah, so I wasn't like it's annoying at six one because you didn't have to be there. Yeah, they but, could rightly be like, "Do you want to fuck off?" Then we were still meant to call him Mister Smith, but he along the line gone. Just call me Paul, <laughs> right? And then you're done, <laughs> right? <laughs> we were in the changing rooms and kayaking, and we'd all been little bastards that day. Right, we've been like hitting each other with the fucking sticks and stuff, like tipping the fucking stupid kid into the fucking like into the Albert Dock, and he was like, "You've been disgraced today, whatever." And I went, and you know when it, when someone's just at the end of the tether, I went, "Oh, for fuck's sake, Paul!" And he went, "Hey, that's enough. It's Mister Smith from now on." <laughs> it was just a silence. Yeah, you just over the room, and then about five seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you've got absolutely no when, uh, He's lost it. I remember when Josh wrote him off because uh, Paul was uh, was also studying at the same time, wasn't he? Mm. So he was studying to get GCSEs, and we had GCSEs. <laughs> we were doing A levels. Hang on, was Paul a bit like? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he was just basically going back to basics to build up to become a teacher. So he's just filling in gaps from his past, probably. Thirty-five. I remember he had a go at Josh once for something like not revised nor blah blah and he went you haven't even got a fucking match here to see you soft cunt <laughs> wow I'm telling you right now <laughs> if you said that to one of our teachers and we didn't have a liaison you would not be coming back to Hutton like that, we, you couldn't do that shit see the problem that they had in our school is that Josh who's one of our best mates yeah. to this day I've known Josh since I was four like I went to little school with Josh as well. Me, Carl, Josh, we're top set at school. So and there's a lot of fucking idiots in our school. So they needed us right. to drag the fucking grades up. Yeah. And if, if a teacher had to get called a soft cunt every now and then to keep us there, so be it. You're like Especially the, you're like if the, the players never had GCSEs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Paul was far more expendable than Josh. Yeah. We outranked the teachers. Yeah. Tricky position to be in, isn't it? When you're like, what are these little bastards? But we need them. Yeah. My favourite moment in sixth form, and I was only at sixth form for four months. My mum died, and then I was like, "If you, by the way, if you've never heard that, 
I assume that everyone knows that our mums are dead. But if you're new to have a word, we just, you've already done it once. You've mentioned your mum and just gone, but she's dead. So if you've only just got into have a word, you're like, these guys, what's going on? So our mums died yeah, when we were about- died of alcoholism and Dan's was bummed to death. Go on, carry on. She was bummed to death. <laughs> she was bummed to death. <laughs> Cha! 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 Upset me! Cha! <laughs> Upset me! <laughs> uh, so I only <laughs> Fucking brutal. Absolutely brutal. I honestly thought you were doing... I'm so stupid that I, was, that I was like, yeah, he's gonna be... It's gonna be a really honest moment. Mine died of alcoholism. And I, th I could have put money on you going, she died of cancer, didn't she, Dan? And I'd be like, yeah, Adam, thanks. I'll carry on with the story. Yours got bummed to death. How did I not see it coming? <laughs> How stupid do you have to be at episode one oh fucking eight going, can't believe you did a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking Imagine if that's It's like the worst roll doll story ever. You heard about James and the Giant Peach, they've updated it. It's really weird. Yeah, his parents don't die from a rhino. Imagine they get bummed to death. If that's how your mum died. And you had to be told about this <laughs> A fucking police officer comes to your door. That's got to be a specialist, hasn't it? They bring in. Yes. Uh, <laughs> do you think they'd be so blunt? <laughs> Miss Nightingale. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. You might couldn't. Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> Go on, Adam. Do it. Do it. Just ring on the ring on the bell. I'm at home. Is it just me on my own? Yeah. Yeah, are you you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm me. And I'm all there. 16. <laughs> so I was 16. And we were we lived Sorry. in a we lived in a hotel. What do you want a hat? I want a hat, yeah. Yeah, thought so. Use the fez. What What do you want a hat for? To Turkish police. <laughs> yeah, we, we we ran a hotel in Turkey. <laughs> how, how brutal would it be finding out? that your mum had been bummed to death from a Tommy Cooper look-alike? <laughs> How'd she die? <laughs> Just like <laughs> 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 Upstairs. <laughs> Answer the fucking door. We're, we're mourning. You don't know yet. Hi. I know she's dead yet. <laughs> Who else is dead? Hello? Hi. Did you even do the door? Oh, sorry. I know you're still getting over the death that you had yesterday. <laughs> it's already a confusing role play. Oh, um, Are you okay, officer? I'm PC Row. P I PC Row. Of the Istanbul police. <laughs> <laughs> IPD. Yeah. Um, I've got some terrible news. Could you sit down? Are you? I am sat down. Okay. Right. It's weird that you answered the door in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've been crying. Uh, is it just you in? Is your father here? No, he left two years ago. He left two years ago. Oh, wow. God, this is a public episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's, he's with my stepmom. I've got some news for you. You'll have to pass it on to my sister. Your sister and oh, right. yeah. Um it's your mum. Right. She's dead. Oh god. Yeah. 
bummed to death. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Someone had a fucking right good go over. She couldn't take no. it. No. no. Ripped her ass no. off. No. I'm she- out. I'm out because I'm actually thinking about my mum. I got into that role play, fucking PC row from the Istanbul Police Department. I know it's a lot to think. Don't about. need details. Thanks, thanks for Good day. Cheers. That was you, you need to get the fucking legs on your camel sorted. Got a back hoof out. Thanks for that. You do look like. You do look a bit like Tommy Cooper. How do we not just leave it at just like that? It was definitely the punchline. And then we're stupid enough to go, no, let's do the role play. And literally everyone involved and watching was like, I didn't need to do the role play. Just like that. That's fucking genius. Let's have a little break, Harry. We can't follow my mum being bummed to death. Lids, do you like a cheeky little gamble on the old sport and world? Well, I do, but I'm sick of getting beat by the bookies. Now, I've been going to bettinggods.com since they started sponsoring this podcast. They're a great sponsor to have on board, and they are the best tipsters in the betting game. Anything from tennis to ice hockey to footy, rugby, horse racing. If you want tips when it comes to betting, head to bettinggods.com right now, and they've got all sorts to help you beat the bookies and get a few winners. Go get some winners. Don't be a loser. You don't want to be losing your bets. You want to be winning your bets. Bettinggods.com. They're going to help you do that. Do you know what I did on the way here? Um, drove. Did? Yeah. Went to Starbucks. All right. And I paid for the coffee of the car behind me. Shut up. I did, yeah. Just to be sound. Right. right. And. Why? That's nice. I like that. Because I was like... It's a random act of kindness. Random act of kindness that I'm hoping brings me, like, millions of pounds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, you think Jeff Bezos is, <laughs> is in the... F- I just like- believe in a sort of level of karma. So if I've done that, it's meant to come back to you in bucket loads, in it? So that was, like, eight quid. So I must have grands on the way. So you did a random act of kindness mm-hmm. hoping that you were going to basically get rich off it. Yeah. So, great. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah. act of generosity is really just you playing the long game. Well, what what actually happened was I pulled up a pay for mine and I was waiting. And then I thought, because I've heard of people doing that before. It's like, been the last few weeks, hasn't it? Like people being, it's, it's just do a random oh, act of kindness. Of it, I haven't heard of it recently. Oh it's, yeah, it's been it's been knocking around recently, hasn't it? Random act of kindness. I've just heard in the past th- of people literally going and paying for the, like I'm talking like a couple of years since I've heard about it, like someone just paying for the car behind them. Rogan drops a grand as a tip, doesn't he? Does he? On, on waiters and waitresses Mr Beast drops if, if they've served him well he just wow, what do they call it when he does like like godfather tips where just they leave they don't realise until he's gone but on yeah. the way out he goes put that on my credit card for our server at table 33 or whatever it costs and him he just literally drops a like, grand it, yeah because you know I mean? he's making what does his production company make it's something like someone told me Rogan Per episode is about 80, 90 grand. Oh, it's more than that. It, it, well, it, what, in it, advertising. It, it certainly was when it was on YouTube and stuff. Right. Because, well, <laughs> we, we, we know. We wow. know what adverts make. 
But I know how much he makes. Well, a few, year, a few years ago, someone quoted me 80 or 90 grand an episode. It's more than that, isn't it? And well, he was doing three a week. So, Joe Rogan Experience makes $800,000 per episode at three episodes per week, which makes him $9.6 million per month. Hang on. Is that including the Spotify deal? No. This was from 8th of January 2021. It's free now, isn't it? So There's no advert on it anymore. As of January, which is when he moved over, yeah. or December... It now makes 800 grand an episode. Right, so that's the Spotify deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about pre-Spotify deals. So they, what they've done is, they must have cut up the amount of, divided the amount of episodes by his exclusivity deal then. How much do they pay Jamie? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, according to reports, Jamie earns $150,000 a year. Wow, Carl. Sorry. What a shit deal that is. <laughs> Joe Rogan got a £100 million exclusivity deal and Jamie gets 300 grand a year 150 no sorry he'll, so he'll get 450 grand over the course of that deal yeah you're making bank mate <laughs> oh yeah like, if, we're, if we're ratioing I'm doing yeah, good you're yeah, we need to have a little yeah. look at that fucking contract oh my god I think by the Joe Ro I think we owe you 22 pounds <laughs> for six months work um, so I did it um, but a thousand how cool would it be to be at that level where you're like a grand I would do shit like that though Like I, I really would Not to I, homeless people though Yeah, yeah. I, we, buy, we buy the homeless one by ours from the garage We buy him stuff all the time yeah. no, We've had this conversation I don't know if we did it on a Patreon exclusive You give a grant to a dude yeah. on the street You are rolling the dice And whether they're going to see the next morning totally. Or whether they're just going to be like Woo! If they're going to turn Rochdale City Town Centre Into fucking Vegas Yeah totally <laughs> But I, I <laughs> it is what happened though because I was waiting for my drink and I, I had the idea I was like maybe we should pay for their thing and then I was like what if they've ordered loads <laughs> <laughs> trying to weigh up family of four not well, it was two people chance. right it was a, a a youngish lad I'd say like late 20s early 30s right. and his mum or his older lover right. e either he's into cougar pussy or he, it's his ma one of the two did you get out the car and have a look <laughs> I mean like, you can't use two cat analogies in one cougar pussy <laughs> it's too much there's too many felines in that like this cat's really into cougar pussy <laughs> meow but then I heard I heard the woman who was serving me say what they'd ordered so uh, they'd ordered two large lattes and I'd like to think if they knew I was paying they'd have gone with medium yeah do you know what I mean but they didn't know so I just yeah I pay, I pay for two large skinny lattes and then as I was leaving How much? They beeped me It was like seven or eight quid like Did you get out the car Just to stand around for a minute? No I just got off Did you yeah? I just went off into the world I heard them beat me as well And I didn't look at them I was like I didn't do it for that I did it for karma Future money <laughs> You don't You didn't do it for the recognition <laughs> No Stand up comedian Podcaster Adam Rowe I didn't do it for the You've for just the, told the, tens of thousands <laughs> of people As well <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll just keep it private That's Just for me and the 28, 29,000 people bags For nothing Funny yeah. Beep, beep, beep I wanted a caramel showbread <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice Yeah I... The woman cried a bit The woman who was saving me She had a little cry She was like That's really It's really got to me That's nice And I was like Don't No, because she was just it. like Joe Rogan had tipped me Never mind these cunts <laughs> Should have bought her one as well You're right <laughs> who, who would you Who would you love to drop 
three three years down the line, we've been signed up by Spotify. We're sponsored by Heron Foods. We're going places. You know what I mean? Where the fuck did Heron Foods come from? <laughs> I don't, don't know. I'm just being a dick. Um, and you're in the position to drop thousand pound Godfather tips. Mm. Where where would you where would you like to do that? Bars. Pizza exp- pizza oh, bars. Maybe, but I always think barman. Like I was a barman, and a barman. I was basically there to just have a fucking laugh, get drunk for free, and try and tap onto the bar fucking backs. bar staff. Barbacks. No, I'd do barman as well. Like, oh yeah, the thirty-eight-year-old that's special. Oh he no, no, no. Like I mean, like it's a seventeen-year-old barber kid who's probably like fucking shitting himself. I'd be like, yeah, kid, buy yourself a new pair of webs there, lot, because it's right. hard. That's the hardest. I want to know the yeah. I, I want to know the tip policy of the establishment I'm doing it in as well. Oh no, I'll make sure you didn't, you didn't tell no one because you split your yeah. tip if it's a big one. Because I you? fucking hate a, a place that makes people split their tips. Well, I used to hate working in them anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. there's two different types, isn't there? There's, look, we put all the tips together and it gets divided by how many hours everyone's done, everyone gets the same. Nope. That's my, my absolute least favourite are the companies that, and, and this has been highlighted several times on it, where restaurants can go, that money's comes to the restaurant they stick they that happens a lot yeah, yeah. so I immoral i don't tip if that's the like i it, when i'm about to tip someone especially if like i've been saved well and i'm gonna give them a, a a decent one i will always say do you get the tip yeah especially if on they go, card. Oh, no, it goes i just don't give them it it's a it's a weird thing because in america you'd never s- split tips because they work on a tip culture and mm. your the level of customer service over there is so good even in like denny's which is the it, like that's the american equivalent to like little chef but you get the most amazing customer service because they're like, if I'm shit hot, you'll give me $10. And if I'm serving within an hour, four tables who pay out or five, that's potentially $50 an hour. Like like they can live off it, can't they? Over here, there's not as much of a tipping culture. And I, having worked in a few kitchens and everything, I've been in, I was young, so it wasn't like I had a say, but I worked in one restaurant where they split the tips and the waitresses always bitched about it, particularly one who was objectively fit as fuck and good at it. But the the staff in the kitchen got a split of the tips Yeah. because you never get tipped in the kitchen. You so never we, even get complimented. There's a policy for that, though. That is, yeah. So we, we were... Our first bar job was... We spoke about before in a place called Zellig's of Little Italy, and it was where the beer colour in the pool is now. Um, and initially I was a glass collector I ended up on the bar got Carl my glass collector job and then when someone else left the bar worked your way up regional manager yeah. CEO yeah, essentially yeah. yeah I run the place now yeah, yeah. and it's not doing very well <laughs> no, <it's> not. <laughs> I have when not been um, so there was there, there was the downstairs bar there which was where people went before they went up to the restaurant which is upstairs and also where they'd come after the day at Sutton Suites as well sometimes and then upstairs there was the restaurant and there was a service bar so the waitresses tips <laughs> the waitresses tips the waitress I the waitress I yeah yeah they got 70% of the restaurant tips the waitress and 10% went to the managers 10% went to the kitchen and 10% went to the service bar mm-hmm. okay yeah alright that's not that's not that that's, abnormal yeah. that's so, that so whoever's thought about that yeah, that is quite well thought out. Ten percent is not a lot, is it? The, man- it the managers ten percent off each. So what? Well, yeah, what, I'm, I see it. It's now it's usually per server. So the serve each server will tip out ten percent. Yes, yeah, so it'll be like six servers. So like the, the bar's actually getting 
six ten percent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the downstairs bar was just a bar, so you had like four bartenders on it and maybe two barbacks and glass collectors. They had to do both jobs, and all the bartenders would keep their own tip jar, but they twenty percent of that would go to the barbacks. So when I worked in Hartley's in Preston, which was the bar job I fucking loved, we had a communal tips jar because I think there'd been problems with money going missing and all of that. It, like, it does you've got, to that If list. you've got six or seven people on a bar, because they always put them in, it's a half glass, isn't it? Yeah. It's a half glass and that's your tips. I think they'd had murders before. So what they did, they had, um, I don't know if it was a pint glass, you know, but they had just had a communal tips and we didn't have any bar backs. We just all took turns to do the glasses. So the manager, Andy, would at some point go, you know, like Amanda, go and do the glasses or Dan, go and do the glasses. And we, it, there were six or seven of us. And I never heard any bitch in there because he was the manager and he, if he got tipped, he put it in and we all just split the tips. And it was just, a, it was a smaller bar though. That, that was a place where you only had seven or eight staff. When you're at a restaurant and there's upstairs, downstairs, and then there's kitchen staff and then the servers, like I can see that it gets a little bit, bit but you want wait, waiters and waitresses who are dealing with customer services to be shit hot, don't you? So if you own a comedy club, restaurant or whatever, you want people to be like, well, I'm not working at Zellig's. I want to work at, you know, Rowing Gales, the comedy club down the, down the way, because they're fucking great. Like, they let you keep the tips. So you end up with those really good customer service people well, it's a hard balance to get right competitive tips are good it, it, it yeah. made us really healthily competitive on the bar for when people were coming in so you'd get like a group of people come in or like three groups of people and every bartender would immediately stand to attention be like, you're like mate you wanted to save people when you communal tips if a group of people come in and there's threes on the bar you do it lad can't be asked. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no it, incentive yeah I mean there should be an incentive there should be a manager going, do your fucking job. That only works though if there's a bar back because yeah. uh, otherwise everyone's just serving people and not cleaning. But there shit. should be a bar back as well. Yeah. The bartender should be the, as far like, if I ran a bar and if I ran a bar, I would like to sort of, I'd, I'd sort of try and make it as close to what Zellig's was as I could. Yeah, each, I ben, each bartender has a bar back. Or you well, have one between two years. Oh yeah. Four Depending on how busy it is really. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I worked in Emilio's, the little Italian restaurant near the railway station in Preston, which was my one of my first jobs out of college, I was a KP just helping out in the kitchen, and a woman came in to congratulate the chefs for a good meal or whatever, which wasn't really allowed, but she was sort of a regular. She was just one of them like racy Tracy sort of ladies, like late forties, early fifties, but a little bit of boob out, like fucking stinking of perfume, bit of jewelry, clearly had a tan. And this is like February in Preston. So she's obviously been, right, okay. Came in, saw me, and then I, I that was me like 17 all dead cute. And she ended up giving me a 20 pound tip. She was like, oh, you, look at you, doing really well, great. And I've got Giovanni and Diego, the, the chefs who are fucking brutal. Preston. She was like, she was like, <laughs> Uh, Giovanni Diego do you know what Giovanni's uh, nickname was Java the Bastard mate you know that kitchen's nails he once kicked the fuck out of me because he dropped something he dropped something he went ah bang. I was like what am I getting it for shut up she came in and gave me a 20 quid tip she was like look at you doing how old are you love I'm like 17 she went here this is for you I was going to tip the but you've done you deserve it she was like take that 
so then someone from the back has gone in the front and gone fucking little Donny's just got 20 quid tip and all the waitresses are like <laughs> and I tell you what Java the bastard was quality he went he just literally he goes come here put it in your fucking pocket keep it she gave it you keep it and then all of them came in going you are you uh, you putting in that, that in tips that should be shared with everyone because this is 20 quid in like 1997 you could get like a two bedroom flat with that <laughs> <laughs> and like a f and I this is where I remember I still remember going yeah I'll put it in the shared tips <laughs> Giovanni the bastard was like you're a fucking idiot I was like yeah and I was should have just fucking kept it mm -hmm. balls to them could have owned property do you know what the actual law is what with tips so this is true do you want, do you want if a tip <coughs> if a tip is given across the bar right the establishment can set the policy if it's put in your hand like in front of the bar it's yours to do whatever you want with right what's the what's the law if they come in the kitchen and they're a bit it hasn't pissed gone across and, the bar. and they like squeeze me a bit too it much. hasn't gone it, like it's it's one of those old convoluted laws that no one really enforces but that is the law so if you're on like the restaurant floor and someone goes here's 20 quid the manager yeah. can't make you put that in the communal thing I mean he could he was called Mario and he was scary as fuck but why did these all sound like Nintendo characters yeah Java the bastard Mario why do in an Italian restaurant, Italian owned, the names of the owners and staff sound like the Italian characters from Super Mario. I'll tell you, because they're Italian, Adam, you absolute I... bell pot. Why do these, it's a fucking, they call it as an Italian restaurant. Emilio was the owner, his son was Mario. I worked in a Japanese restaurant for four years, and I'm not messing, the head chef was called Barry. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> Genuinely. Now I can't remember I can't remember the lad who worked on the floor what he was called but he must have been only about 23 but when I was 17 he looked 35 and he had a Motorola flip phone do you know when mobiles had just come yeah, out he was cool as fuck yeah. and he sat in from Preston talk like that proper talk like that from Preston from just uptown right and as soon as he started serving hey welcome to Emilio's he learned a little bit of Italian and he served everyone. He learned in, a little bit of Italian, and then or did it, he learned an Italian accent. Just no, very different. He things. learned a few words. To Welcome make, to a De Emilio's. Yeah, he learned a few words to just do. He basically did the accent, and it was perfectly put across. It's fucking weird. Oh yeah, it's yeah, fucking it's great. We didn't do Japanese. Proper. Did you not do the Japanese accent? No. no. Yeah, you imagine a lad called Barry. Hawako. <laughs> <laughs> With a fucking stained Everton topper. We didn't have. <laughs> we didn't have a single Japanese staff in, the, in none of the managers. And chefs. cultural appropriation, eh? You're having the scram, but you won't employ them. Bad. <laughs> Not bad. One of the, yeah, best, there, one of the it, best restaurants in the city, though. Yeah. There's, again, we're back to the whole. There's not a lot of Japanese. No. Like, Italian staff working in Italian restaurants is definitely a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of Japanese people here because uh, they're all in prison. Because they come over here and they break our laws. Right. <laughs> you didn't know where you were going with that when you started, did you? I did. What's the most common well, law? They've started very good businesses <laughs> with worn knickers. Yeah. There's worn knickers uh, vending machines in Tokyo. Yes. That that has become well known over here, hasn't it? As like an urban legend. That we that that British thing is that 
it makes it feel like in Japan, everyone's like, okay, I want a bag of hula hoops or I'll have a Mars bar and some dirty knickers. Yeah, that's lunchtime. <laughs> and there was also a prostitute vending machine that I've mentioned before. Yeah. You what? get a, there's a, there's a, uh, it was a in, prostitute vending machine. In uh, Akihabara, there was a, like a little. It's massive. <laughs> just a slide. <laughs> Japanese, <laughs> Japanese hooker when you're trying to bang it. She's stuck on one of them like. It's like celebrity squares. Excuse me, my prostitute stuck. <laughs> e seven. I paid it. <laughs> but yeah, there's loads trying to reach up. There's loads of Japanese people in British prisons, isn't it? It's like the fourth highest nationality. You're just a silly man talking bullshit. <laughs> I'm not. That is not true. There is not. That you're not the fourth. What? Where have you got this from? You've just made it up. I swear to God, I haven't. No. <laughs> Could Jamie pull that up? Hundred and fifty grand a year. <laughs> so it's uh, it's British, number one. You're talking. So I'm I'm gonna hurt myself. Go on. It's British, right? American. No. Canadian. <laughs> Japanese. What are you even on about? Not French or Irish. Ah, you're fucked on Irish. Irish I think is Irish number five. Oh yeah. Mm. So I can't. Prison. No, don't break up my bell. <laughs> Your Japanese Welcome accent is so bad. Welcome to the restaurant. You're saying this is bad. My name is Abare. I am from <laughs> Club More. <laughs> um, Europe's the most represented. Then Africa. Okay, we're not doing continents. We want individual nations, the, please. There isn't one, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. Where does Japan Well, Asia is the fifth most represent, fourth oh, most nah, represented. Oceania, twenty-nine. There's only twenty-nine. Australians, oh, Oceanics, New Zealanders. Because we sent all the Kiwis. fucking criminals back over there. Oh, we are. Hang on. Wow, that's interesting. So I have actually got a nationality. Number one is uh, Japan. <laughs> Number, Is it number four though. Uh, one, two, three, four. No. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Can you guess it? No, it's not British. Right, so it's In, not British. You, it's you know this. Why? Why does he know it? You know this. Russian. No. <sighs> the other one you always mention. China. No. The one you mention about the mafia constantly. Really, Albanian. Albanian number one. Oh. Nine hundred and ninety-nine prisoners. In the UK. Yeah. Albania Albanian yeah, no. So you know that Albani Albanian no. coke thing I, I'm absolutely not having that That is fucking nonsense right, So shelve the bullshit That Japan thing was nonsense wasn't it Yeah Right <laughs> So But who do you think genuinely is above Albania A lot Albania is number one in the UK Ireland will be above that It's not Al Ireland is number four What's the top five Number one Al By the way Ireland we don't think Sorry, guys. It's just because they're close. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like top of the pops. Right, who's who's the most criminally? Uh, number five. I mean, it's not like the Scandinavian have got a foot. Like, you never heard anyone go, you've got to watch out for the Norwegian mafia. They're a it's fucking fair. nightmare. This is very interesting. Number one, Albania. Number two, Poland. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Then Romania, maybe. Number three, Romania. I'll have that. Number four. This is borderline EDL. Fucking. <laughs> number they four, come over Ireland. here. Number five. Number four, where? Ireland. Right. Number Sorry, five. Guys. Jamaica are the Jamaicans in a movie why on. are they in prison though are they in prison because they're seeking asylum uh, that, it doesn't say it doesn't, oh doesn't. no they're not, that's not prison that's not prison you don't, if you're seeking asylum you're not in prison right do uh, we not just put them in there while we check 
No, no, but that they, 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 they would not be classed as convicted, would they? No, and then we go down from there. So what are Albanian up to? I Cocaine. Think he's Cocaine. I'm really? not even joking. There, I know, like it sounds like I'm being an absolute nana about the Albanian, but the Albanians have got major organised crime links, haven't they? But are you telling me that more Albanians are getting caught doing coke in the UK than British people? No, that's and this is foreign. Obviously, obviously Adam, British Adam, people. This is internationals. Oh. Like the UK isn't like 19th on the UK. <laughs> the fuck? Jesus Christ, there's no British people in British prisons. We must be dead good. It's full of fucking Albanians. After um, Jamaica, you've got Lithuania. Mm. Right. Then you've got Somalians. Somalians. Yeah, they're the pirates. pirates. Yeah, but yeah. Not in the fucking Mersey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because they've been caught. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah, why yeah. you never see them. We catch them too quick. Mm. Next one, Pakistani. Do you know Somalian pirates? Well, well dodged. Do you know Somalian pirates? I do, I know loads. <laughs> right. I know a couple. This, when do it, they when have it's, like... When it's not like, oh my God, Albania, Pakistani. Good, let's go back to Albania. Like, do they sort of, you know, their ships? Yep. <laughs> do they make it apparent that they are pirate ships? Yeah, because... Uh, like if skull and crossbones and that. <laughs> <laughs> do Somalian pirates dress up like pirates? <laughs> Are there East African dudes <laughs> with an eye patch and a parrot? <laughs> Arr! Like an American oil tanker. <laughs> They've all got rum old fashions as well, usually. <laughs> is that not what it is, though? No, it's just very, very poor Somalian yeah. fishermen. They've all got like dinghies. Fishermen? Yeah, they're all dinghies or fishing boats, like. They're quite clearly, they are. See, if I knew, if people knew that, I think they'd be less scared. Oh, they've still got AK forty sevens though. Have on a dinghy. If you want to see, if yeah. you want to see some brutal YouTube, uh, the American, uh, the, the the oil ships, but they there's also like the the American Navy is so colossal, it's frightening, and they just take YouTube videos of them shooting Somalian pirates. If they go anywhere near, if they're like, we don't know who you are and you're not responding, if you go within like a fucking mile of one of these oil tankers, they're like, okay, Baz, get the machine gun. And they just show the video like, yeah, killed them. Oh, look, they, they exploded. And it's the weirdest thing where you'd be like, they're like, yeah, of course we recorded that. The Somalian pirates, they deserve to die in their shit boat. One of them. They've got a crocodile on it, and it's got an alarm clock inside, and it ticks. Oh, that? yeah, that's a bad one. You've got to watch for that one. Seen that one. Famous. What's that one? Peter Pan! Come on, lad. Captain <laughs> you soft cunt. That's a bad... I, I don't think that. I don't get that. <laughs> crocodile. I was just you in there, like, why have they put why have they that? Oh, no. So this is the person that five minutes ago was like, Japan are the fourth most represented person <laughs> in UK prisons. Total bullshit. Yeah, crocodile and a, uh, a ticking... Uh, alarm clock hey that's weird yeah, yeah so we've got up. some questions <laughs> <laughs> come, on, come on guys we're gonna get how long are we recording for I know I know but like we've, been for we've, six got the, we've got the special guest coming in haven't we so we've got a fucking oh, shit, yeah. Somalian pirates we uh, do you want to start alright do I, oh, I, I want to start oh if you've never seen the South Park Somalian pirate episode please go and find it one of the funniest episodes of South Park, and that is saying something because they have knocked out some classic. Well, I'm eps. just wondering, like, if I wanted to go as a pilot for Halloween this year, but I wanted to make it authentic, 
how would I dress as a Somalian one? Uh, <laughs> I'd make better choices than that, homeboy. Mm. I think that's a Patreon episode when we show you <laughs> as a Somalian pirate. 2002 England shirt. <laughs> yeah. A knockoff. Yeah. A knockoff Chelsea kit from season 16, 17. Yeah, that's the... Ruben Mr. Roy United top. Do you want to start? Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a little bit of question tennis. We're changing it up just to, you know, keep it exciting. Who would play you and the other main characters in the movie of your life? Be realistic. John Malkovich. Oh, wow. That was quick. I just thought of a ball. Did you play guy. everyone? Like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 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 John Malcolm's playing Ethel and Lorna. <laughs> I'd love to see. Oh. <laughs> like a method actor, John Malcolm's trying to get in the role of a, uh, a four year old from Cheshire. So, yeah, wh why John Malcolm's? No, nah, I just thought of a bald guy. Oh. I'd go Denzel Washington, me. Yeah, is he? That'd be good for your Somalian pirate party. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> yeah, I'd go Denzel Washington for me. Um, is he growing up in Dovey? What? He's growing up in Dovey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, young me. I just got to be a young me as well, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Because he's um, a fifty-nine-year-old black guy from America, so <laughs> obviously already twenty-nine-year-old Adam Rose a reach and. Remember, continuity is important. <laughs> so you grow up to be a, a black, cool guy. What do you got? You got to... Yeah, there's makeup and that, though, isn't there? And, like, CGI. <laughs> so the kid... I wonder if, uh, you know, the whole PC culture, would, you know, white chicks, would that stand up now, 10, 15 yeah. years later? But like, black chicks wouldn't. No. Do you know what I mean? If there was two white detectives dress, dressing up as no, black but I mean women. that yeah. <laughs> but are black are black people allowed to white? I don't think to me white and you are going to get to do what no. the female Ghostbusters did and become two black female cops. Fucking hell, family, shitty yeah. crow! We gotta go get the bad guys. <laughs> Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale in their first ever last film. Robert Downey Jr. was on Joe Rogan talking about that. Yeah, so, Tropic, oh, Tropic Thunder. Thunder and. Robert Downey Jr. was like, yes, it should still be made. Because that one's a bit, like, on the line, isn't it? That, it's it's difficult with Tropic Thunder because they knew what they were doing. Well, that's why you said it still it's should be a It's ten years old, that film. Mm. They knew that Blacking Up was totally wrong then, mm. but it's that's why it's funny. Because within the film... That guy is so mental that he genuinely became in his head. He became a black guy, didn't he? Mm. Like it's, it, it's you can't. That's a that's almost like ironic, isn't it? That is part of the parody. Like when was the last time someone actually blacked up? I mean, like, white chicks is the last time someone whited up. Yeah. Is it white up or do you white down? Surely, if you black up, you got to come back down. Surely that's There's some territory <laughs> On your own on this one kid. I'd say Across sure. No isn't hey, it like hey, Are you white across you black up? Adam You white down Get your phone notes out <laughs> Pop that one in Gigs are coming back You'll need a closer white down no. I can chart. You're white across <laughs> uh, But no that's No um, 
Yeah. I always think that. Do you know, like when we talk about like, and I don't want to talk too much about it because we've talked about it a thousand times and it does get boring. Like when people get like upset by a comedian referencing something or you can't joke about that or whatever. I don't know why comedy gets put under that scrutiny. Because like if you watch a, like if I do a joke about homophobia or the talks about something like that, then people go, oh, you're a straight man, you can't talk about that. But if a straight man writes a drama series where someone's getting called... You're one of the names that you can't yeah. say in a podcast. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. That, that's okay entertainment because it's been dramatised rather than humorized. Because it's an account of something real. It's but being, it isn't it's been, always, it's, Yeah, but it's been depicted as part of the drama of like, this actually happened. So we are showing it that term in terms of like racism, like yeah. sexism, like domestic violence. Like this is a reflection and it's artistic. But then if within stand-up, you stray into those conversations, is it just because it looks like spoken word? It looks like you're doing a TED talk. Like can people just not detach from like, stand-up's not a proper performance. If it's a play, that's obviously the theatre. These are characters and yeah. it's being depicted for drama's sake. Yeah, and if you're just talking about it, you're like, are you just telling me things? Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? But it is bollocks though, isn't it? Like it's bollocks. But this, and it, but it also- It's an explanation without being a reason. Yo, know, that is an explanation without being a reason. But I, but I'm, this is where you and I have differed in the past a little bit. I think sometimes comedians try and veil themselves in this invincibility of like, it was a joke. Oh yeah, no, I was I, yeah. joking. Yeah, I don't and like that either. At some point, you have to be accountable to the bull. Some of the bullshit you say, if you get stuff wrong, if you if you misjudge yeah. it, and and also who decides what is a comedian? Because there's loads of comedians who say things and then they're like way past the line. Like Chappelle is almost beyond reproach, isn't he? Because everyone's like, yeah, Chappelle's great, but then if. A lesser comedian did the same joke. Everyone would be like, "Oh, I don't don't really enjoy that." Like, yeah. it's weird how you then decide if you love the comedian or not, if you respect the comedian or not. To uh, almost like that becomes a gauge of what you'll allow them to say. Um, but yeah, film is it's almost like it's a different realm of thing completely. Like, oh, you can just account what you want. Yeah. Um, so John Malkovich, yeah. <laughs> yeah, John Malkovich. <laughs> Who would you pick out? For me, yeah. Um, in in the film, in my film, to who's play, playing you? Who's playing me? Yeah, Dawn French. Dawn French. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, make it Dawn French. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Denzel play Washington's you. playing me. Now he wants Dawn French to play him. I think Dawn French. <laughs> no, Riff has been a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he could be played by Moby in my in my one. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well known for his uh, theatrical roles, isn't he? Who would you pick for me then? If I if I can, I have, have Ross done? Kemp. Play, yeah. yeah, he's hard, isn't he? Going to have if I can't be done French. Um, Who would you pick? Joe Pasquale. Joe Pasquale. Mm. Joe Pasquale, Denzel Washington, and Moby <laughs> in the same film. Sounds I would good. love to sit down for that script reading. <laughs> Uh, let's have a would you rather from Jordan would you rather wake up fully deaf or fully mute you do not know sign language or have any warning this is coming you literally wake up tomorrow and it's happened deaf would you rather wake up fully deaf or fully mute deaf I don't really listen to you anyway I just want to be able to say things right it won't affect the podcast at all if I can't hear you <laughs> 
You know he's joking, but there's about 30% of him is like, yeah, it's kind of right though. I'll wait for your lips to stop moving and then I'll just say what I was going to say anyway. Which is what happens anyway. It's really depressing that this is my... Because there's no gigs and this, I know I do show me the sample, but it's not the same. But that is kind of true and this is my whole artistic like existence. It's just looking over at him and like... Lads, <laughs> you remember Alex? And I, like, just waiting for me to stop talking so he can do memory lane with Carl. Lad, do you remember Kenny? Got shot twice in the head. He's Alex. Kenny, Ma Kenny Mackey's. Um, no, no, let's not call him that. Let's call him uh, Russell Kane. <laughs> <laughs> um, fully mute. Do you know, if you didn't do podcast or comedy, you'd take mute, wouldn't you? Because you basically can hear, so you can enjoy every facet of life apart from talking you can still communicate what you want you could be just like oh shit I've just got to order something at just McDonald's like, you know well, I've got a type later just take a speaking spell everywhere yeah just draw whatever you want if you're amused don't you pum pum but <laughs> wow <laughs> I mean that'd work really well in a nightclub wouldn't it like this guy just a girl he's a great dancer he's bought me a drink and he's such a good listener thinking about going back to his I'm just waiting, waiting waiting for him to make a move all of a sudden he gets out a crayon and a piece of paper the line I don't know what you mean love what is it and he writes pum pum question mark heard it when he didn't get the crayon out so, I probably could be a good dancer if I didn't talk so much give me more time to concentrate on it I don't think you're a good dancer I'm not but I could be I guys I know we keep talking about post Rona and I know we talk about gigs and everything can't wait to go on a night out with you guys I just want to see Adam dance we don't really well, well, see right, we, when we've had a bevy little two step in her this is home <laughs> Do 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 do. You're not a great dancer, either, are you? I've had a bevy. I don't care. I'm a two stepper. Yeah, just stay in me square. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to try too hard with dancing as well, do you? No. Are you a dancer or a two stepper? I reckon dan dancers. I can. I can. Like a bitch. I can throw a few. It's slowing down. There's a there's less range of movement as I get fatter, but. Yeah, I do sometimes. Are you tops off if you've had drugs? <laughs> no, never in my life. No. I had you down as a tops oh, off. Oh, you know? yeah. Did, did, at a barbecue. Oh. I could see you in a nightclub just like having a pill or like having oh, a wine and just being like, fuck off. Just a small town boy in a gay club for the first time. Like, oh, these men If you ever me. do do that, just do us a favor and Scallies. Write, have a word. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so people can. Just so when they take the picture of the dead body outside a nightclub in Manchester, it gets us a bit of publicity. Uh, no, I'm not. But I do like a bit of a dance. I'm just, I'm just a big flirt on the dance floor. That's what I do. I have a laugh and have a bit of a flirt. Yeah. What's your flirty dance move? There's no flirty dance move. Do I just have a bit of crap. Do I do the lasso? Yeah. No Fishing rod What kind of banter Have you seen in like Lacrosse These are classics dun, 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 You said you flirt With dance moves I, I want to know I just, I'm, That's why I'm just Trying to describe you What I'm like on the dance floor <laughs> Yeah yeah I do the gaffer tape I mime gaffer tape Hog And type. I write <laughs> And I write Pum pum question mark And show it around Like I, I write Would you rathers And like show them On the dance floor like, 
Would you rather? Yeah. I think because of podcasting and comedy, I go deaf, but it, you know, your speech goes when you go deaf mm. sometimes. I don't, I reckon we're old enough though that we all remember how to talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope so. Yeah. Just like, don't do it like that. Because you know you don't talk like that. Yeah, but you can't hear yourself. It's not how it works, mate. doesn't matter. I reckon they're just doing that for attention. I struggle to speak into this microphone without the headphones. <laughs> Have you got one? Yeah. Would you rather only be able to lie three times per week or never be able to tell the truth? So it's only lie three times a week or you, you've got to lie all the time? Oh, I, you couldn't. You couldn't. I don't know. Parenting and not being able to lie would be fucking horrific because the amount of shit that Etta gets told, like, why can't I have batteries in that? We don't have batteries. They're literally in the drawer. I just don't want to give you batteries. They're expensive. Go and fucking draw something. Uh, <laughs> Tell me what you want. Yeah. Sugar puffs. <laughs> I don't know why she's from Newcastle. <laughs> I want sugar puffs. Daddy, daddy. Can I borrow a piece of paper from you? I, why does it say boom boom? <laughs> Have you been at a nightclub? <laughs> I want sugar poops. Etta, why are you talking like that? I don't know. I've gone deaf. I'm almost sure this is how I spoke before I went deaf. Can you imagine if when you went deaf, you just, you, you couldn't remember how you spoke and you just gradually like, I was like, uh, you are going to have to use sign language. <laughs> Hello, my name is Adam Rowe. I have been clinically deaf for 18 months, but it has not affected my speech at all. <laughs> I'd rather speak like that than like Brummy. Right. <laughs> Fair one. So what are you, are you saying you'd only, you'd be able to like, never be able to tell the truth? I've got one, I've got one that links in from what you just said. Uh, I didn't, you just, how can you not like, again, we've talked. You still I, get three I, a week. You just have to ration them. Yeah. Okay, I'll go three a week. Yeah. If you can't lie in life, it's so ridiculous. Like, you want to be an honest person, and I think I am, but, like, the amount of lying you just do to have a functional, normal day. Yeah. Like... We couldn't do this podcast if I couldn't lie. Imagine well, the your, stuff I your relationship with the truth is just unbelievable. <laughs> I don't even think you think... I don't. I, you don't think you're lying. It's just part of your, like... Like, if you pass two cars on the motorway, you're like, I passed 70 cars on the motorway. I'm like, it's just how Adam sees it. <laughs> I've got loads of emails. How many have you got? you got 43, but in his head, he's like, i got two and a half thousand emails. Um, no. Nope. <laughs> I, yeah. 6,270. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, that's how it goes. But um, it is part of being a good human is lying a little bit. Yeah. Because who needs to be honest all the time? You're just that weird fucker on the spectrum that can't. Exactly. Be diplomatic. I just want you to know, I respect you. Oh, he's a good little. You know I mean? Is that a truth or a lie? Um, liar lids. This is from Dan Johnson. Danny J. Dan Johnson sends in an email a day now. He was on fire the other day. And I'll be honest, he is a Hall of Famer and he has been for a long time. But my God. The quality of his questions, like there'll be one duffer for six usable questions. 
just as proof of this, I went through my favorite prep this morning and pulled out three questions and then didn't even realize I'd put three Dan Johnson questions in. And they found this like, well, why don't you read other questions? Because you're not children. You don't get a turn. It's about <laughs> whose is the best questions. Dan Johnson's fucking nailing it. I love how Dan just got really pissed off with something that no, no one, one said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, stop moaning. And I fucking sick of you jabbering on. I'm reading Dan's questions and you can just sit and wait. He says, Eyelids, do you know, do you own anything cool that's signed by someone? Or if you don't, what would your dream item of signed memorabilia be? Please don't answer something that's just based on value of the resale. I mean, based on how much you'd be happy with it if you owned it. So do you own... Look at Finn, a Doctor Who fan, nodding away. Oh, yes, actually. Um, David Tennant signed my left testicle, <laughs> put a scarf around it and touched me, but he was the doctor. Have you got anything signed? Uh, no, I, I would... no, but to answer that question, it wouldn't be Doctor Who, it'd be John Lennon, 100%. Would that would be mine, yeah. I, I think that's priceless for me. I've, I've only got one tattoo and it's the Beatles and I'm just mad about it that's fucking mad I didn't know that oh I didn't were they a band? I think so I know they were a band one of your lies one of your lies uh, Carl what would I have? yeah I'd have the keg from the episode Dresses, Dresses, Dresses on Two Points of Lager and I'd get Will Meller and Ralph Little to sign it I'd like that that's oh that'd be shout. yeah that'd be yeah. Cool. If, if from your favorite TV show, our favorite team from our favorite show, and uh, yeah, or I'd have uh, Joey's fridge from Friends. Yeah, signed. Yeah, that would be real. Do you actually own anything signed? Um, that Bill Bear poster behind me in the studio is signed. Yeah, that's the one. Nice. Uh, we've got a signed picture of Kevin Webster, a signed picture of Mother Teresa. Um, Macho Man Randy Savage is uh, yeah. absolutely. I've, I've not got a, real a signed picture. pair of goalie gloves by John Fashnu. I'm sure that's worth a lot. He he wasn't a goalkeeper. I know, was he? but I just had some goalie gloves on me. That was you the just had some I had some goalie gloves on me. I was like, it's it's football, it's related. You're not not gonna get his no, signature. No. You can't turn that down. Neil Fairbrother signed my face. He's a Lancashire cricketer and I didn't have anything for him to sign. I was about thirteen at the time, just so going through puberty, face. had spots, gave him a pen, and he could have been nice about it and be like, mate, I'm not signing your face. And he really went for it. And it fucking hurt. Um, I've got a. Uh, I've got nothing. I don't think I've got anything signed. I've got a piece of paper from uh, the day after Rooney scored that goal against Arsenal. To the goal when he was sixteen. He was uh, he was sixteen. Yeah, and, and he went into fucking uh, looping. My brother's wife works in a hospital where he went to get like medicals or whatever. And she was like, "Oh, me, uh, me brother-in-law's an Everton fan." So it says, "To Carl, best wishes, Wayne Rooney." What that? That's quite cool. Yeah, before he was famous. Uh, I don't really like. I understand. The signing thing, but I don't really care about it. It's old, isn't it? It's an it's an old you know I mean? thing like, now. That poster, I'd still like just as much if Bill Bear hadn't put a squiggle on it. And also, I mean? it, the squ the squiggles, not it. The squiggle, like you supporting him, is the special thing, isn't it? Yeah. The squiggles just then. People have to get a photograph to prove that something's been signed for authentication. The authentication, you have to be like, here's here's the poster, this is the signature, and here's this to certified that it is real I'm like just get a fucking picture mm. but then again I suppose they sell that on don't they old school that was what you did if you saw a celebrity you're like oh can I have your autograph if you get famous now god you'd miss those days 
when when the twenty fifth person in in your day goes, can I have a selfie? And you've just gone for a fucking loaf of bread, and you feel like shit. Yeah. Like no wonder celebrities become recluses. I can just go, I'm not going out. I'm going to get someone to be my personal assistant and just go and do shopping for me because they just don't want to deal with people. Back in the day, like, just writing a signature, if you felt like shit, like, who cares? Yeah, it's like... The selfie thing's annoying. It is. Not for me. I'm not fucking famous. But imagine if you're a superstar. I've seen it happen to Paul Smith a lot. Like, if we, we've mentioned this before. If me and Carl go on a night out, or certainly before you went away when we were going out, well, at all... Mm. It's once an hour every two hours someone will stop me and whatever and it starts doing your head in a bit because we're just trying to have a nice house I'm always as polite as possible Paul Smith it's every five yards yeah especially on a night out because yeah. that's his clientele as well as coming out of hot water he has to go through the fire exit yeah and if one person catches him I've ju- I, he's so kind and he starts doing it and I don't even say bye Paul like usually be like alright see you part there no, nice one I'll just leave it I'm out yeah. I like doing it, and it and, Yeah but, but every night Every time Yeah 10, you, you 15 just, people You have to sort of remember That like You know The reason his bank account Looks the way it does Is because of those people Don't get me wrong I If you're outside Where you do your thing That you're famous for And you're a wealthy celebrity <clears throat> That's par for the course I just think at Fucking quarter past seven At the middle of winter When you've nipped a co-op can you imagine? Oh, don't get me wrong. I think people have to sometimes just accept the fact that they're going to be told no. Do you know what I mean? I've just seen Thomas though. Yeah. Don't be that cunt. Yeah. Like if if yeah if you're coming out of hot water or a theatre you've just done a show in, or if you're on a night out with your friends, and someone stops you and goes, "Can I have a picture?" You're on a night out. If you're of public interest at all, I'm talking from the very low level that maybe I'm at up until fucking a superstar. Like, you've got to accept that the odd person might know who you are. There's a chance that they've bought a ticket to see you before. They've bought, they've downloaded your show. They've listened to your podcast at a Patreon. You've got to go, I've chose this life. And if someone wants to take a picture with me, I, I sort of see that as part of part and parcel of the job. But if I'm hungover in fucking Sayers or Greg's and I've got like meal up and I'm all fucked and you're like, can I have a picture? You've got to understand that I don't want that picture to exist. But I don't but want to mo- remember and I think this. Most moment. people get that, but so many people are weird about like, oh, you're a person, and I can. Uh, they just don't care about like the human element of like. You clearly don't want to have your picture taken at that point. Yeah, we've had I- quite a few women shopping before lockdown. Yeah, we say we got about four or five Patreon stoppers in town shopping. We're in that's the fine. City yeah, like, it's it's great. It's it's nice and it's it's lovely to see like people like because they're all really nice, respectful people. But no one's asking for a photo if they don't like you. No, it, yeah. it it is nice, but like I do think if you are having a bad day, like that that's something for sort of I suppose people who are watching who no, I'm not talking about us, but if they've got sort of people they like and they follow or whatever. You don't ever really know what day they're having. A, they could be hungover. B, they might be feeling really unattractive. They might not have had a shower. Their fucking dog might have just died. Someone might have just been putting on... You never know what mood someone's in. And I guarantee most people who are of any public interest will be, on an, on an average day, will be dead, dead, dead sound if you ask them for a picture of some sort. Yeah. But if... If they are a bit, mate, I can't do that today. Obviously, if someone's dead rooted and goes, oh, no, fuck off, I've got no time for that, then, yeah, they're being a bit of a dick. But there's probably a reason. If someone's like, not today, mate, I, I've, I'm too busy, or, like, 
they, they might be making an excuse because they're just not in the mood to have their pictures taken. I, I'm that. a big fan of chasing fame for the thing that you do. So only put you yourself in place. This is I'm talking complete bollock because I'm not in this position. But if you're famous for what you do, like that's fame that's totally in, like it's directly related to you getting to do what you do. But just fame for the sake of it, like going on any TV show that doesn't help sell things just because you want to be a celebrity and being in the fucking tabloid newspaper because you're part of that culture. Like like Radiohead are one of the biggest bands of the last 25 years in this country and they've made millions and they are hugely respected and they play like arenas all around the world. You could walk past them on the fucking street. Tom York is fairly famous. But Johnny Greenwood, like you could literally walk past him on the street because they have never chased a fame that is about just being a famous. Yeah, that's a beautiful level to get at. So if they get stopped in a fucking co-op, you know you're dealing with a Radiohead fan. Someone goes, "Excuse me, are you Johnny Greenwood?" And he's like, "Yeah, I am." You, he's going to be like, "Nice one, sound," because for the rest of his week, no one's fucking bothering him. It's it's a difficult one when your face is fucking everywhere. And I've seen people, these are my least favourite cunts, who see a fan of someone go, oh my God, Paul Sinar, I've seen this happen. Uh, oh, we're, we're fans, I told my wife that you're on tonight. And like, oh, and like, can I have a picture? And Paul's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a guy goes, oh, are you that guy? All right, can I ever get a picture as well? Oh, I don't really know who you are, but I want to show my wife. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. You're a fucking adult, you rat. Like, I just... I think you're in a position where you're going up the league table now. There's a way of being famous that isn't just like fucking throw yourself everywhere so that people oh, are I, like... I, I actively piss my agents off sometimes when they're like, uh, do you want to audition for this thing or this show, this new panel show on? And I'm like, I don't like the sound of it. Like, I've, I've always thought like, not when I started. When I started, I was a bit different. I was young and naive. But like, in the past few years, I've thought, especially as a comedian... I was talking about this with my dad yesterday, actually, because, like, I suppose we can say a bit of news. We're, we're looking at getting a second studio space that we can do some other projects in, and yeah. And my dad was like, do you know what I think you should do? Should think about. Uh, I, he was like, I love what you do, but I've heard that, but there'll be, be people who don't, and you you want to be trying to get everyone, you know what I mean, for your tour shows and that. Why don't you try and do something really family-friendly? And I went, because then they'll come and see me on tour, and they'll hate it. There's no point doing something that gets you either the wrong fans or loses your fans. There's no point me going on... We're talking about on Patreon, I think. I'm a celebrity. Because you've got to be Mr. Family Friendly Happy Guy. And that's just not who I am. It's nine-year-olds, 11-year-olds sat there with the mum and dad watching you. Yeah. It's like, not- I don't want to do the the childish panel show on E4 where we're all throwing guns at each other. We're all in our fucking late 20s, early 30s. When I saw Manford on the Alan Titmar show... 15 years ago I was like to be fair with Jason he is trying to be a bit more mainstream oh he's trying to be very mainstream Jason and he I suppose he always has been but like who is watching daytime television like you've got to look at what like when my old agent went we've got you an audition with uh, CBBC I was like what the fuck are you on about what am I going to be the new Mr. Tumble (laughs) and then go and close the frog with my bit about fucking threesomes like it just it's got to make sense yeah it's it's the difference between wanting to be something and wanting to be famous isn't it like I want to be a comic and a good one I you don't want just, success you don't want fame 
kind of it's not, not even yeah well success I suppose it's a weird thing to say you want but like I just want to be good and I feel like if you're good at something success will come if you do the things to make it happen yeah I don't just want to be that guy who's on everything and then they come and see me on tour and it's just fine yeah and also you can't be on here and our whole deal is like you know we're we're doing comedy that can't you can't do on TV like and then it's difficult to then put go down the gears and be like hey I'm doing warm up for Gok Wan like it it, it it's we, this is working we find we found a lane you can't then be like Mr Saturday night and I also think with the whole like getting autographs and getting things signed once you've met a few people like Bill Burr and you've pl like he's played the Albert Hall I don't give a fuck if a person has signed a thing I don't care because I've sat I've sat in rooms like with amazing comedians and in my head there's a bit of me going yeah maybe I would like a picture to show my mate who's a fan of Ramesh or whatever but I'm not asking fucking Ramesh for a picture because I'm his I'm his colleague tonight and you you look more of a bellend in that room then, so I just, I don't know. There's, there are some sports people, though, that if they sign something for me, P.S., the whole autograph thing, if it's been done randomly and you just get given it, couldn't give a shit. Yeah. I want it signed. Like, there are some sports people. Like, if you've got a Steven Gerrard fucking to Adam, yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. a big yeah. red, you'd, you'd, you'd I'd, I'd like be impressed it. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Larry Fitzgerald that plays for the Cardinals. I would I, when I saw this question, I was like, randomly, I would love him to sign something for me. I don't know why I watched his. Like, it has to be exotic. That's why. Right. Yeah. Like Stephen Gerrard thing isn't that you could probably get one today if he tried hard enough. I almost certainly could get Stephen Gerrard to sign something. So like, it has yeah. to be something like. Wouldn't it be annoying if it was a Rangers top? <laughs> it's like, I kind of find that funny though. Yeah, I also like the Do you idea. Know what I mean? Like, if you re if I. I, would, I love the fact that Finn has got goalkeeper, goalkeeper gloves signed by a centre forward. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm not joking. If I got a signature of Fastino Aspria, I'd be so fucking happy. What if I get him Mo to sign the picture of me and him? There was a <laughs> there was a player for Watford called Tommy Mooney, and I watched him play in the early nineties for Watford. I would love a Tommy. He was from Middlesbrough, played for Watford for about four or five years, and he. I would love something signed by him for, for me. Like that's that's that would mean more than any like famous footballer now to me. Also, I'm nearly forty. What the fuck am I gonna? Oh my god, Marcus! Like, like someone is Rashford? Is it Marcus? Oh, it's Rashford. Yeah, if he signs something, he's twenty three. A kid. Yeah. Am I getting fucking excited about someone seventeen <laughs> years younger than me? Not that he isn't an exceptional human being because he is, but uh, Tommy Mooney. Anyone who knows Tommy Mooney, I've really like, I've worked out that that's where like. Him. Uh, um, should I have another break? Uh, yes, I was really, I was really enjoying that. Well, we can do a couple more questions when we come back before we close off. With I have a word, special guest, special guest as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, special, special. What's happening, guys? Are you on board the CBD oil train yet? Whether you are or you aren't, you should head to supremecbd.uk, one of the official sponsors of the Have Away podcast, and get yourself some premium CBD oil product from gummy bears to the oil itself. This stuff has got a million uses. It can help with anxiety. It can help you sleep. It can help with aches and pains. It's really, really brilliant. It's been helping me and a lot of other people. Now, if you go to supremecbd.uk and use the special promo 
code WORD. That's W-O-R-D. You get 30% off every new order, and they slide us a little bit of money for sending you their way. That's how sponsorship works. They sponsor the podcast. We push you their way. It's a money game, baby, but you're going to get money off your CBD. And what's better than money off? Nothing. Go get it. SupremeCBD.UK. We're here to work hard, not jibber-jabber about bullshit. No. This is a place of work, okay? And I want to see some fucking good podcasting in three, two, what? Oh, we're already live. Okay, bounce it. Did you see the Mr. Potato Head thing? No, I did not see the Mr. Potato Head thing. Why don't you tell us what it is? So, uh, oh, there's a, there's no guest. <laughs> um, Shut me, Bali. I'm not lit. You're not lit. Oh no, he's not lit. Oh my god, you look. Don't plug your lights. He hates oh that god. light, doesn't he? No one. Why'd you turn it off ever? Uh, just then, it's giving me a headache. Finn doesn't know what it is. Just a little warmer. Switch. Warmer, not warm. Cold. Looks warm, like a, hot. Colder. Hot. Looks like a virgin hot. trying to find a clit. Hot. <laughs> it's here somewhere. Fucking hell. Did you find the clit first she's, time? She's trying to find it. He's just fingered a girl's ear. Never mind. Find the clit. What? Did you find the cliff first time? I just don't think it's that hard. It is. It's the big it? nubbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the man in the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? The man in the boat. He in the pod. Yeah. I don't want to think about it like that. Little fucking you know, If you look at it like a little boat. Like the little lure pack had if, it. If it's like a little boat, like this. Yeah. Right. This is a pussy, right? Like a little boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little fucking balls out at the top in it. Yeah. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I hope he has a daughter one day. Yeah. And then he has that awful moment with a toddler when she's like, Daddy, Daddy, I need the toilet. Have you wiped your pussy? <laughs> oh. You don't I, call your daughter's I, vagina a you pussy. Literally you literally call it a minky moo. <laughs> can we? I'll pay you money <laughs> from here on in to refer to vaginas as minky moos. <laughs> it's weird it's not normal but it's better than you being like you know in the pussy <laughs> the fucking pussy oh a mate minky moo <laughs> does sound like a boat <laughs> sounds like a fucking yeah <laughs> sailed upon the minky moo <laughs> a minky moo it sounds like a child's lollipop do you want a minky moo what flavour minky moo do you want strawberry or chocolate it's minute milk in it fish <laughs> it's a bit fishy in it I find me alright so <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Can you imagine if a girl went, Adam, I'm really, I want you. You're fucking sexy. I want you to fuck me, but before you do, lick me minky moo. <laughs> like, get it out, girl. Like out. me minky moo. Yeah, ironically, not hairy. Yeah, <laughs> me. Like checking your fucking phone. I was turning it off. Do you like it when a woman sits on your face? <laughs> no context dead easy bam our woman our woman <laughs> do you know just on the bus I think <laughs> I think there's no seats love. Get on this. tell you what this is why I prefer sunbathing around the pool because at the beach these women are fucking animals <laughs> right um, I think it's one of those things that I do like a bit of I quite enjoy the pornography of the sit of the face sit and I am intrigued by the pegging porn you know oh really oh, yeah fucking and I consider my fifth of a beer and he's opening up I, oh yeah because I'm a closed book normally 
Um, but I don't know if I'm, I'm that enamored by the doing of it. Mm. You know, like, oh God, a girl sat in my face and you're like, you're there, you're like, blah, 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 blah. But, <gasps> doing a Freddie Quinn impression. <laughs> you know, when you've got to move a cheek for breathing, like. <laughs> I can't breathe, Jimmy knows either. Oh, wow. It's dangerous, isn't it? Do you have to tap out? Like you've got. <laughs> I have to use a fanny like an airbag. <laughs> Just keep blowing it. <gasps> you know, like a paper bag when someone's having a panic attack. That's what I do. Stop doing that, Adam. I'm inflating. <laughs> tap out like a babe. Yeah, like like you've got you in a fucking an armbar. Um, and then the pegging stuff. I watched that. I'm like, oh, that's a bit fun to look at. But I just can't see myself being being like, babe, tonight, strap it on. Yeah. I, just, I I don't I just can't see it. I I don't want to do the pegging and I don't like watching it either. You like watching men get bummed by women. Just yeah. recently, it's just ticked over into I found myself in that lane the other night. Yeah. I find myself it's literally like you know when you go to the supermarket and you're like, What pudding do I fancy tonight? And then you're like, Oh, cheesecake, Bombing. vanilla you know, it's like sometimes with porn I'm like that, I'm like, Oh, there's some banging spanking tonight. And I go and have a little look for a spank. Do I want to spank women? No. Do I want to be spanked? Absolutely not. But I do kind of like watching it. Uh, not yeah, a spanker, no. What? Yeah. Not a spanker? No. No. I'm a comedian, Carl. I don't think I can get myself that deep into a role play to be like, naughty girl. No, you're not to say it, like... but you give them a good belt. Like, yeah, you hit them hard enough so they know if they've been naughty. You don't need to spell it out. <laughs> you. Honestly, if you can get through this life without having to get rid of one dead body, you've had a win. I genuinely feel like at some point, somebody's going to die in your life and it's going to be your fault. So um, did, you, um, did you see the Mr. Potato? <laughs> <laughs> like Bukaki. <laughs> like Bukaki. I love a Bukaki. Like, do you? In yeah. the morning. <laughs> Coffee? Not for me, love. <laughs> How do you like? Yeah. Good, isn't it? But I just think Some sometimes I'm looking like a fucking painter's radio. <laughs> but I also like the other one, the reverse, the reverse. Lesbian Bukaki. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very like that's meant to be quite degrading for the man, but I can watch that. It's not degrading to be covered in pussy juice. I laughed because I was about to say pussy juice. No, 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 no. I knew it was gonna... No, what have you promised? <laughs> Minky Moo juice. Oh. Minky Moo juice. It sounds Minky like milk. Juice. <laughs> I feel like it's important for clarity to let everyone know these are our first beers. <laughs> Oh. So, um, Mr. Potato. Mr. Potato <laughs> when a woman's sitting on your face, do you have a wank while it's happening? Why can't she do it? Well, where are your hands? She's fucking in you? Where are your hands? Just down there. <laughs> what? So, you literally try and come on her back? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I when a woman sat on my face, I'm sat That's just like, like a, I'm going down a toboggan run. So basically, she sat on your face and you're wanking. So it's basically just like 
Wanking with breathing difficulties, <laughs> isn't it? That's just wanking. The wank. Yeah, that's what I do anyway. Can we invent a sex move? Can we invent a sex move? Yeah. I think I just have, haven't I? What's it called? The wank toboggan? Um, watch your back. The watch your back. No, have you ever Can done... Can we tie the no, watch No, have you ever back? done the propeller? <laughs> you ever done the propeller where you lie down, erection, a woman lies on top of you, closes her legs around your penis, doesn't... You don't insert into the vagina, you just... And her legs... Thighs. And then you spin them. <laughs> you spin them. That's called the propeller. Anyone? No? Is that a real thing? No, I thought we were just making up sex positions. Oh. Yeah, we should. The propeller? <laughs> try, don't try this at all. Carl, let's make up sex positions. I make one up. Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so quick. <laughs> just, I was just trying to think about what, what, what would the Mumbemway be? The Mumbemway? No. No, Carl. <laughs> no, no. No sex position that we create here should involve a imaginary small dead African child. <laughs> And that's just... I don't know wh what you and Sarah could get up to. Um, Mr. Carl. <laughs> what about the... Uh... <laughs> That'd be a weird role play, wouldn't it? Sarah plays an Ethiopian orphan. And <laughs> I play <laughs> Lenny Henry. <laughs> Red Cross. <laughs> Have you ever had a red nose wank? I just feed her. Give her some water. What about the where's me socks? It's where she, like, lies... And puts her head over the bed like she's looking under the bed for socks, and you're just under there with your dick out, and she sucks your dick. <laughs> you're under the bed. That's happened. That that has fucking happened yeah, in with your an life. erection. With an erection. And she. Do you like, know where's I, me socks? I, I where your socks are, love. But here's me fucking bellend. I don't. Here's me bellend. Where's your minky moo? Here's my Tommy J. Um. <laughs> I don't think you thought that role play through because that's essentially you waiting under a bed with an erection and that makes you sound like a bad pedo, doesn't it? Like, no. Let's do a role play where you're in bed and I'm underneath it like a monster. Another one? The monster? The monster's ink? You go to sleep, the, mon babe. the monster's dick. You go to sleep, babe, and I'll just start scratching under the bed. And you'll be like, what's that? And I'll be like, it's me. It's the trap Fuck cat. Me. <laughs> I'm in the walls. <laughs> Another expedition. Um... What would the green mile be? The green mile. Oh, <laughs> tired now, boss. <laughs> that's, that's when. Switch just goes to bed. <laughs> tired now, boss. <laughs> night night. That's when you're finishing the mouth, and she goes. <laughs> <laughs> it just flies off. Oh. Sorry, sorry, everyone. There's no guess. Don't want the pet shop boys name. When you tie her to a chair and electrocute her. But with like sex toys. Oh, that's not a position. That's murder. <laughs> it? There you go. Do you know what D the pet shop boys are named after? The sex move. The pet shop boys. So the band, the pet band. shop boys. Yeah. Oh, it's two men, isn't it? Right. Do you know what that move is? No. <laughs> Gen genuinely. Googler. I know they're g they're gay, aren't they? They're famously the pet shop boys are gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was. A <laughs> I don't just sex. thought it was a name. I didn't. I, I didn't mean, know I'm, the pet shop was a. Position. It doesn't involve puppies, does it? No, it involves. Well, what I know of it, it involves mice. And um, like oh, at the bottom and tunnels, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they run up the bomb. And it's the Richard Gear in it. Oh yeah, Richard Gear got done like shagging a hamster or something, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> not shagging though, is it? Did the hamster consent? So um, there's a thing this week on Twitter about Mr. Potato Head. Oh yeah, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Mate, get to the fucking point with this. Jesus Christ, Cole, you're all over the shop. Did you not see it? Mm. There's no. a thing that came out and people were like, Hasbro have said Mr. Potato Head is no more, it's just Potato Head. Because oh. they want it to be gender uh, inclusive. Gender yeah. And well, then there was, a, there was a day of 
angry white men going, this is a disgrace on Twitter. And then about nine o'clock last night, Hasbro came out and went, that's absolute bollocks. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head is still a thing. And then it was just, just someone had just come out and yeah, people do it all the time. But like, no, but it was like a, it was a it was a widely reported thing. It wasn't like a rumor. It was like, oh, this is happening. I mean, the Daily Mail online live for that fucking article, don't they? Uh, have you seen the Mr. Potato Head because of PC culture? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, the amount of articles now where it's like people are calling for Hasbro to make Mr. Potato Head gender neutral, and it's just one Twitter account of someone who's bored going, eh, it should be. Yeah, people's arguments was it's a fucking potato. Mm. Like, why are you trying to? Yeah, why are you asked? And also, Mr. Potato Head very easily cross dresses as well. I don't know if you've ever used a Mr. Potato Head. You can work anything in anything, can't you? You can give him his wife's handbag. You can give him his own handbag. Lips. Well, that was the point. It was like, a potato, and you buy the the whatever you want with it. Have you ever dressed up in women's clothes? Good question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, no. 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 Never been tempted. I haven't. I think I put eyeliner on once. Mm. Uh, no, I don't know what I've worn girlfriend's knickers before. Have you? It's not sexy, is it? You're like, oh, I've got your knickers on. It's just more, again, you're a comedian. Yeah. Like, I, there's a limit of how sexy I can ever be without being like, <laughs> like my wife and I, our relationship is built on us having a laugh. It's very hard to be sexy properly without being like <laughs> you fucking dick so I don't know like it's just not would you ever put a dress on what for like what just in the afternoon your missus is, you live with your missus she's out yeah oh it's not a sex thing you're just wearing women's clothing yeah, just, just to see what it's like yeah yeah yeah. see I, I don't know whether I would but I can understand the like oh, let's have a look why not but if I put see, it on see if I'm fit yeah I think you've got too much confidence from that female mock-up someone did on Twitter when they made she you into Jennifer Rowe. I don't think that's what you look like. Right. You'd need... But it is literally me, though. Yeah. With a woman's face. <sighs> oh, yeah. There's been a few of those filters. Anything where, about Mr. Like, Potato Head? Oh, you've done it. Done it. There's been a few of those filters where you put like your face through a filter and it becomes a woman, and every time you do it with me, I swear to God, I'd shag her. Yeah, but you'd shag you. I wouldn't. Why? Far too much. Ready? We're going to do some have a words. As is our God given right. It's time to have a word. We're in the day. With the moon and promise. So we've got three have a words. I put out a back call for some have a words. If you've got any questions, domestic disputes, you'd like some advice from Adam. He gives bad advice. You'd need anything uh, from oh, us, uh, uh, any uh, correspondence. Uh, uh, would you? What do you mean bad advice? Name one bit of bad advice I've ever given. Oh, I can't remember. You're right. Uh, have a word pod at gmail.com. Any questions? Would you rather's anything you want to ask the lids? Have a word uh, pod at gmail.com. However, we end every show with a have a word. We can have a word with something that's pissing you off, a celebrity that's pissing you off, a thing that people do, your family members, your partner, even yourself. And we don't get loads of great ones, but we do one every episode. So play the numbers, you might get one on. We've got three here, crackers. Now we've got no guests because the rat cancelled. Um, so we're going to close off with some have a words. This is from H. Uh, I don't, steps. Yes, H from Steps. As I wrote from H, I would have put 
every penny I have on you going from steps. And I, I literally knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. It was great. And I actually thought it might be Carl that did it. No, I knew it would be him. So this is from a girl. I didn't want to say her name because she didn't say if she wanted to be anonymous or not. But she put, all right, lids, might need you to have a word with me. <clears throat> Been seeing this lad for a year now. Oh God, it's got this feel, hasn't it? Uh, been seeing this lad for a year now. He's had commis commitment issues since the day we met. <laughs> Red flag. Uh, but has slowly but surely started to warm to me. How romantic. I've worn him down. <laughs> Being with him is driving me round the bend because I just want to settle down and he's not ready for it yet. I've never met his family or friends. What are your thoughts? Why is he still on the fence after a year? Shall I fuck it off? That's from H. Adam? Well, I went round to my girlfriend's house on Christmas Day, three weeks after I met her. I met him on my dad. Yeah. You did. So yeah. I, like, you know what I mean? H, mate, you, you've emailed in, and honestly, I feel bad for you, but you know, don't you? Yeah, I've never met his father. As soon as you've written that sentence, you know. Are they definitely alive? Are you bonking him? And then he's like, no, just, I, I do really like you. I just don't want to go out in public with you or be seen by my friends or family. If you could just stay in this emotional cupboard while I stick my penis in you once in a while, it's bad news, isn't it? I would even say, if he's though, fit, Even if you I really would say like him. Though, just a little thing. It has been a weird year. It's true. You know what I mean? If there's any year where you could go a full year of dating someone without meeting their family and friends, it would be 2020 slash one. He might be a secret agent. He might be. He might be a murderer. Is it just me? Like, I really like being in relationships with people that definitely like me. Yeah. I never got that thing of like, wear them down. You've asked them to marry you four times. Ask them a fifth time. Isn't it nice to be with someone who's like, I think you're great. I'm like, brilliant. Yeah, I need constant, <laughs> constant appraisal. In every walk of life he if goes to. If I... Put the toilet seat down and you don't notice. I'll never do it again. It's tricky, isn't it? Because you fall in love with who you fall in love with. But your head is, you know, in like the heart wants what it wants. But in life, if you only ever act on that, you are going to end up in situations where objectively you know someone's being a bell sniff and you're like, oh, I really like him though. You've got to sort of think practically. I think this guy, even if he's not a cunt, he just, this doesn't sound fun, mate, does it? Like, it's just a bit weird. He's just not into it. Like is he? if you if you're a year in, like it, it sounds like she can't really even talk to him about it. And if you're a year in, he should be like at least talking. Like, he, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If you're dating someone for a year, I would be so excited to introduce that person to my family and friends. Like once I really like someone, I want them to meet me mates. I want my mates to go. She's good there. Eh? Keep that one around. I want them to meet me family and me family to like them and them to like me family. I went on one I date with Laura. <laughs> one date with Laura and then went to the New Zealand Comedy Festival for two and a half weeks and we Skyped nearly every day because I've got no chill. And I was like, she's great. I really like her and I think she likes me. I was at the other side of the world and Skyping a girl I'd been on one date with. Like, I, I've got no chill. If I'm in, I'm in. I haven't told the story on this yet of... Me and Sam, have I on the, the second time I met her when you were there? Mm, we spoke about it on a Patreon. 
I don't think we did. No, we, we skirted round it because we yeah. spoke about the circumstance rather than the action. Oh, on, when, on the night time. Yeah. And she, she was behind you. Yeah. So I know you <laughs> know it, but I sort of tell the patron. So I'd gone on a date with Sam. And <laughs> before that had happened, obviously, any long time listeners know I split up with a long term girlfriend towards the end of last year, like in August, I think it was. And uh, just before I went out with Sam, I'd said to Carl, I don't want anything serious for a while. I'm not going to, I'm just going to see a few different people, be honest with them all, and just fucking chill. And I went on one date with Sam and went, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see where that one goes. And that was on the Thursday, on the Sunday night. Uh, we had nothing to do and this was when things were sort of semi-open so me, Carl me little brother and me little brother's mate we went to town to have a game of table tennis we watched Liverpool play Villa? Uh, no it was Villa was it, it was a Sunday one it's not pertinent Go Liverpool on. played Aston Villa no I it wasn't Villa because you got beat 7-2 by Villa and I definitely <laughs> remembered that no but we played them again anyway um, great fucking interlude and then we went to <laughs> the only bar that was still left open that we knew of and our mate happens to run it and as we're coming in I knew that the girl I'd been on a date with Sam had be, was out with her mates and that she had been in this bar earlier and she was saying oh we, we might be going somewhere else or whatever and then as we come in you have to check your coats there's like a weird no coat policy in there you, you, you have to check your jacket in and just be in your shirt so as we're checking our coats and she's coming down the stairs to go to the toilet. And I was like, hi, I've met this girl once. And we've spoke every day, but I've met her once. Do you know what I mean? She's having a night out with her mates. And uh, so- was it, was it just by chance that she was there? I knew she'd been in there earlier. Right. I didn't know quite yeah, yeah. the details of what, like, so we go in and <laughs> there was one table left in the whole place and we get sat in it. So we're on like this tall stool and it's a nightclub but because of the restrictions at the time in, de- in December. You've all got to stay at your tables. It's not like you can just find a space in the bar. This is your table. You sit there. So I'm sort of sat here. My little brother sat there. Carl's facing me. And the toilet is over there. So I'm sort of checking over my shoulder. Carl goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to see where she goes, where she's sat. And then I'll go over, say hello, maybe buy her and make some drinks. And then I'll come back and then it's done. Takes the awkward thing out the way. I've, I've been a nice guy and whatever. And he goes, all right. So I look over my shoulder and she's coming back from the toilet and she sat there. She's literally right behind me. And on that night out, she was with four other girls and one lad who was a boyfriend of one of the girls. And I hadn't seen any of this and I'm just getting a bit nervous and I'm looking at her and she looked fucking gorgeous. And I was saying, gosh, I want to go and talk to her. And he was like, just shut up. I was like, it's so awkward. It looks like I've asked to be sat here. And he was like, I guarantee you. He was just trying to calm me down because he could see I was like nervous and anxious because it looked so weird to anyone and he went, I guarantee you she'll be happy that this has happened. You've bumped into someone you've been on a good date with. I promise you it'll be fine. And we just sat there and I was like, I'll go over in like five minutes. And then she went, Adam, come here. So I went and sat down and what had happened is the lad who was with one of the girls is a fan of this. And sh- he didn't know really? she'd been on a date with me or anything like that. She'd mentioned to a couple of her mates, maybe oh, I went on a date on Thursday. She hadn't said I'd gone on a date with, I didn't give any specifics. Yeah, yeah. So she'd sat down after being in the toilet for five minutes and it, that lad, as she sat down, went, you're not going to believe who sat behind us. It's the comedian, Adam Rowe. <laughs> and she went, I went on a date with him on Thursday. And he went, fuck off. And she was like, tap him and ask him. And he was like, no, I'm not fucking tapping him and asking him. Fucking stupid, trying to make me look stupid. So that's when she'd gone, Adam, come and sit here. So I went and sat down. She's like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? Nice. Yeah. 
And then we ended up in a very illegal lock-in that night. Shh. Oh, no. But we're on our way out of it. We, as we were left there, a mate of mine who runs a bar, like, a couple of streets away. He was just stood outside the bar he runs, and I was like, oh, I'm going home. And he was like, do you want to come in here? I'm letting, like, 30 people. Yeah, in. there's been Rona. It's been the shittest year ever. Yeah. Like, if they were like, I've got a, a, a shed. Do you want to come in here? I've got four cans of lager. I'd be like, yep. sounds fucking great. Um, and I got and it, not, all, not all new relationships can be like that. Just to illustrate the difference between this guy and me. Yeah. That night I got very drunk and I don't remember doing this, but I know for a fact I did it because she told me and she's definitely not lying. Apparently I said to her, look, cars on the table. I'm not going to see anyone else, but if you want to at this stage, you can, but I will be devastated. <laughs> no chill <laughs> No chill whatsoever Fucking work though didn't it I told my sister after the second date When I got back from New Zealand I think she's the one You know we're engaged about fucking 10 months later Romance doesn't always work like that I've been in some awkward situations But mate You deserve someone who likes you properly And treats you like that this is where lads can be bad. All people can be bad. They don't shag, yeah? For take, they can say one thing, can't yeah. they? Like, behind the scenes, they can say whatever, like, oh, I do really like you. But people's actions count for a lot. Actions speak louder than words. So, just do yourself a favour. You deserve to be liked by someone that you like. Yeah. Uh, next one. We're going to do f a few here. All right, that fellas. Love the pod. Stick. All right, fellas. Love Concentrate. In this concentrate. Place. Concentrate. ADHD. Love the pod. Can you have a word with my mate Brandon for being such a wet sap? He was messaging a girl a week before she said she was interested. He then started sending presents to her house and telling her that he loves her. She then started messaging me and didn't say any of this had happened, so I had no idea. I've now been seeing her, and it's going quite well. He found out and wasn't happy, understandably. I've apologised, though, and thought we'd moved on like adults. He's now saying that I'm dead to him, and just being a big girl's blouse about it. <laughs> How fucking old is Ash from all? He's being a big girl's blouse about it. Should we not just move on since we're not children? He's also a Tory rat, so this probably has done me a favour so I don't have to be associated with him. That's a great final dig there, Ash from Hull. So basically, his mate Brandon uh, is a right drama queen when it gets into getting into girls. Very dramatic, all in. This girl has been messaging him Ash didn't know a fucking thing about it and now Brandon has seen his ass to the extent that he's like you're dead to me are we having a word who are we having a word with right. I mean Brandon's well, a fanny here mate well, he? Ash didn't know that Brandon was into this girl I suppose we've always we've always got to take these at face value we're always we're, like to be fair Brandon if you're watching this you might have a different side of the story and we would love to hear your side of the story have a word on at gmail.com but according to Ash, it's it's innocent. This girl has had a few messages off Brandon, but then messaged Ash. They've started seeing each other, and it's going well. And now Brandon has been like, How dare you, sir? You can't. You bound her. She's not his. No, she isn't. But there's, we need more information. For me, for me to have a word with someone here, I need, I need to interview the suspects. Because if she knew that they were mates and was messaging both of them, that's offside. Yeah, but and but messaging Ash a girl knew, doesn't mean she can't also message someone else. No, it's but fucking twenty twenty one. No, it it doesn't. But like, 
Put it this way. If I was into a girl and we were talking and she knew I was best mates with Carl and Carl was single as well and then she starts messaging him and they ended up together. That... Yeah, that doesn't look good. Like, I, I'd hate that girl then and that would then taint our friendship. But by the way, Brandon, that's not Ash's fault, is it? No. That, so, so be pissed off with his missus. I mean, there are loads of relationships where lads have to deal with partners they don't like. Fuck me, we get enough messages about it. But it's not your mate's fault. He's done nothing wrong. I, re- I love the thing. He's like, he's also a fucking Tory rat, so this has probably done me a favour. I love it how you've just put a gig... Uh, look, who the fuck is a young Tory in Hull? No. How oh. can be a Tory in Hull? How can you look at Hull and go... Mate, I, I find that there's nothing more suspicious to me than a young Conservative. Like... Honestly, who, who's talking? I to think you? it's attention seeking me. You, like it's a contrarianism thing. Yeah, unless Especially on Twitter. This is where I sort of see. It depends where you've grown up and what you've grown up in and around. If you're from Hull, there's like Hull Collegiate that my brother-in-law teaches at. That's quite a well-to-do private school. But you're still from Hull, so like just because your parents are Tories. How are you, like, fair enough, you've got a nice upbringing, but you're like, yeah, your politics are exactly my politics. I essentially like money more than fucking humanity. How can you be young and be like, I'm definitely a young Tory? I find it really suspicious. I think it's the old echo chamber thing, though, isn't it? I think we live in a, an age of social media echo chambers where, depending on what sort of upbringing you've had and what, like, it's the, the whole... The, the thing the great hack thing on Netflix the algorithms send you what you already like so if you have any sort of conservative leanings you get sent more conservative stuff it's the reason conspiracy theorists are going around the fucking bend because they just end up talking only seeing each other's things and then they go that makes yeah, sense as well I know what you mean but I still think to be, I think you have to be a bit of a contrary to be a, a 21 year old Tory because I don't yeah. think Facebook is going to be like oh cool I know what lane you're in you're in the East Yorkshire young conservative lane that's going to be you and four fucking bell ends called like Simeon but you're you're also you're also <laughs> forgetting that like all it takes with that is like I'm not saying he has got any sort stop of stop defending Tories Adam. I'm not <laughs> I'm joking like what I'm, maybe he's like sort of to what like there's certainly in the young north of England there's definitely a lot of sort of far right stuff, isn't there? And EDL, and that that that's a part of. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's not that's not conservatism, is it? No, but because they're on the far right, they'll then be shown things from the right which they then might like, and not stuff. From oh, the when right. I hear Tory, I don't I don't think any of. I feel like that's like a whole a, con- a completely different thing. Oh yeah, like young Tories, like when people say, "Oh, you're a Tory." I never think about like the right wing of like, like basically fascism Barrage. and like, yeah. I I think he's like literally identifies with the Conservative Party and like probably as knows a bit about politics and as f- from a well-to-do family has gone. Yeah, yeah. But I just find it really unusual because I understand as you get older. Like I, I think there's a weird thing if you're from a sort of working class or lower middle class background where you're like, well, I identify as a socialist. There's a real inverted snobbery against people from like the upper class or who vote conservative like they're not the antichrist or anything like I, I I get understand how people have different politics to me and I don't like the inverted snobbery of like oh you're posh you're a cunt like yeah. there's loads of working class people who are absolute twats there's loads of posh people who are fucking scumbags but just because you're from one side you can't just point and go you're different I hate you but 
I still think a young conservative makes my skin crawl. Like, yeah, I'm 19 and I'm really strongly anti-Europe and anti-immigration. Like, I just, I find it really unnerving. So fuck Brandon. Fuck Brandon, yeah. Fuck, Brandon. fuck off Brandon, you little rat. Yeah. Fuck off Brandon, you little oh, fucking rat. gimp. I hate you. Or if you've got a different side of the story, please send it in, Brandon, because <laughs> I love a bit of drama. Have we got one more? Have we got one more in us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Adamola, Davison, Corral, and Fred. Can you please have a word with my housemate? Been living with him six months and been noticing things going missing every now and then. Bev's food and the odd bit of green keep disappearing. That's a weed. That's marijuana, guys. Jazz cabbage. <laughs> I've never heard the phrase jazz cabbage. <laughs> Amazing. You know about uh, jizz cabbage? He's my only ham... <laughs> Completely ignored it. <laughs> the weird thing is, I thought it about five seconds before you said it and went... I thought it... Uh, and then and then yeah. you and then you went... I went, nah. And then you went, yeah. yeah. Jizz cabbage? <laughs> Sounds like jazz cabbage. Yeah. You talk about jizz and on cabbages on the most recent Patreon, right? Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Young Tories do that. You know Soggy Biscuit? Yeah. Yeah, they jizz do. Cabbage. They do jizzy cabbage. Jizzy cabbage. <laughs> yeah, because they're all agricultural, aren't they? <laughs> They get round the farm, get a cabbage yeah. out. Ooh, fucking Come kale. Huh? Come kale. Come kale. Yeah. Oh, my father's a landowner. Right. Um, he's my only housemate, so I know it's got to be him. Finally, had to write in after coming down one morning to find my Donna meat sarni I'd made the night before to be empty with just a single piece of lettuce inside. I can take a lot, but don't eat a man's sandwich filling straight out of the bread. Normally, I'd twat someone for doing it, but it was on his birthday, and I have to live with him for another four months of lockdown. Any advice on what to do? Cheers. That's from L-Dog, who has signed off an email as L-Dog. P.S. Love the pod and up the toffees. Oh, that's why he's about Yes, lad. Up the toffs. He's called L-Dog. Nice Smash one. Smash his head in. I think there's a really easy um, answer here. Wow. Put anthrax in all your food. There we go. Thanks for listening this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Where are you getting anthrax? The Gladys Street end. Same person I can get a gun off. Dark web. Give me an hour. You, honestly, he can't even log into Insta. How the fuck are we... <laughs> how the fuck are we getting on the dark web? Finn, what's the password for the dark web? Um, who has... Am I the only one? I've never eaten Donna meat. What's a Donna meat sarni? I think he means like a Donna... Like a, like a wrap. He saved a bit of sandwich for the next day. I've never... I've like never had Donna meat. That's amazing. I've never, I've never had Donna meat. Wow. When we go out, I want some Donna meat now. When we go out, I'm taking you to the Botan in Liverpool. Never. I yeah. like chicken Donna. No, you're having um, lamb. It is lamb. It doesn't it? look good. It it's, doesn't look good. It, it is good though. Like for like while you're eating it, the second you finish, you just want to call family members and tell them you love them. Yeah. Oh, really? While you're eating it, it, takes five years off your life. Yeah. Yeah. Laura occasionally because she's dirty. Like a Donna meat pizza. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Under the cheese. Oh, I don't think she's ever specified. Yeah. It's, oh, that's a. As if, as if under or over the cheese, like over the cheese. You're a fucking animal. But by the way, the that's cheese. the first time Finn has popped up in about forty-five minutes. There. Oh yeah. That's the Turkish in there. Oh, we're talking about <laughs> Donna kebab. Oh yes, under the cheese. Yes, chili garlic, my friend. <laughs> Just what Finn sounds like. Yes, yes, I have some type of the clip. It's a very good clip. 
Hello, my name is Finn. <laughs> oh, Dan, you have to have a Donnie pizza, please. A fucking. Oh, let's order one. Yeah. I need some food anyway. L Dog. Just, just call him a cunt and just live with the four months. Deal with it, man. Spike fucking deal food. with it. Spike your food. I, um, I'd bring it up with him and he'll deny it and then start leaving stuff that's really easy to steal around and if it stops getting stolen you know it was defo him it's defo him it's the only house mate but anyone <laughs> who steals from the mates by the way is a class A helmet headed cunt yeah, yeah there's someone we in our outer circle who's a kitty thief there is oh yeah oh do you know like on you're on a night do you ever do kitty on a night out what are you saying do you know what I mean I do Kitty. Yeah. Are it's we like, getting real? No guests, so we're gonna get. Who is this? No, no you don't know them. He knows who oh, he is. Uh, and I thought you knows. meant a comedian. No, no, no. no. Well, like no. There'll, there'll be like ten of us on a night out, say, and we'll all put a ten in. And there's hundred quid in the kitty, and you can like it's whoever's holding the kitty's job, and it's very rare. Like it doesn't happen anymore because he's known for it now. But like, it, like you know when like it's just like it's like he's been declared bankrupt and he's not allowed finance. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? Two beers and the kitty's gone. You're like. Well, we had 50 quid left. No, it's gone, lad. Yeah. You've all put 20 quid in and you've had three rounds and you've just had beers and you're like, that's about 12 quid. So where's my other eight quid? Have you known him a long time? Because this is not someone about you keep... Years. Yeah. He's trading off the fact you've known him a long time because otherwise you just wouldn't have him in your life, would you? Mm. <laughs> oh, I've got so many stories about hey, that's him. pretty... I, I nearly said something, but then it'll just give everything pretty bad fucking form, isn't it? This, this is a housemate being a selfish cunt. And we've all dealt with it, and we've all been this person. Like, every housemate is, is at some point, if you shared a house, gone, ah, oh, I'm starving. Ah, oh, someone's got a snack. I'll have it and replace it later. You forget, you've got a pissed yeah. off housemate. It's annoying. He is a bell end. Deal with it. You're not going to have to deal with him. Call him out. Fine. Stealing money from a kitty is proper stealing. And do you know what else he does? He Isn't never it? buys you a bevy back. No, because so like, if he still tight cunt. We'll have a beer, and he'll be like, oh, you're not, you're not drinking, lad? Oh, I've, I've, I haven't been paid or something Good, I'll get you one and he'll get a drink off everyone and then and go then off get off is he an alcoholic? no no. he's just a tea he's leaf just a gobshot, yeah. yeah I couldn't no, have I couldn't yesterday. have that in my fucking friend group oh he's not in our friend group he's just attached to it do you know yesterday I, I figured he's out a squad player yeah under 18s yeah. I figured out yesterday what gobshite means it's poo in the mouth innit hmm <laughs> I think that's a button press <laughs> One of the fastest growing podcasts In UK history <laughs> uh, He's a cunt this guy And I don't like him And I don't know who he is shite. He's I a poo in the mouth you, like, There's a, such a good chance of you twatting your own Like iMac Alright okay. I don't think Oh order 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 <laughs> Order, order. Oh, it's three, isn't it? I'll do it once. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure, ladies and gents. We had a, a moment this morning where we were a little bit worried that without a guest, we'd have to scrabble, scramble. I've genuinely enjoyed today's pod as much as I have any other recently. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for watching. Apologies about the guest, but I think it's a fucking remarkable achievement to get this far into a pandemic and not miss one guest episode. But we just looked out a little bit. We will endeavour to get 
another guest on next week and whatnot. And hopefully restrictions lifting means we can get some guys from London and down from Scotland and just uh, spread the net a little wider. Michael Barrymore on next week. Michael Barrymore's coming on. Chris Rock is the week after. John Fashionu, famous non-goalkeeper. Are you going to Tommy okay? Mooney, left winger, Watford, 92, 96. Are you going to be okay with Michael Barrymore coming on? <laughs> what, because he killed my mum? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Mum. <laughs>